everyone. Welcome back to There Will Be Dungeons from ThereWillBeDungeons.com. A chance for us to play D&D together and with you and continue our campaign deep into the wacky world that Bo Schwartz has made for us. We're joined by him, myself, Scott Johnson, John Jagger, Kristen Ashton, of course, Kyle Ferguson. And we're going to dive right in today and get right back at it with a reading of minutes from last time we met here on There Will Be Dungeons by Kristen. Kristen, take it away. Last time on There Will Be Dungeons, nasty ninjas neglected to knock. Fracturing Fenetras, they locked the lizard man, clearly their combat quarry. Forgoing a fray, Varel peeled for the Princess of Pain's patronage to no note. Nothing Nash and Squirts deterred the deluge in the din. Finally accepting aid would be absent, Varel finally fought, knocking the notable ninja. Squirts froze her feet and a mattress mangled her. Questions were to be claimed until Nash barfed bile on her body, dealing deadly damage that dissolved the detractor. The morning met them with more M-fighting mayhem. The public house was packed with purveyors of the potential prize winner. Contracts cascaded until Kidigri came and called them to a cauldron where he crafted a classified cordial for Varel to consume. Migrating from the mess, the little lizard folk determined to demand a different dad met mortality at the magic of squirts. Silent sat stout as she lugged his lifeless lump to a lulled lane. There she revived the rapscallion, and to his roost he ran. Contracts now cancelled. They sought the soggy feather as sponsor and made to market to get a custom cape. There, Nash finally found keys to cast spells, but keys were costly, and they had netted nothing but regalia and ruined reputations. Now rejoin our heroes as they prepare to pander to the public. What was the elevated eyeball ensnaring? Will they ever uncover the assassination authorization? And how will the media maul the true tale behind the brawl with the baby? Stay tuned for today's adventure through the secret streets and baffling beats of Sigil. Bo, we missed you. It's yours now. The party finds itself uh, walking through the aisles of the Great Bazaar. There are stalls everywhere, endlessly. And Varel has just received his new cape, featuring the sponsor, the Soggy Feather, emblazoned in uh, a beautiful font on the back. But a font that's legible from a far distance. Definitely designed with theatric in, theatrics in mind. Uh, the four of you uh, are walking down the bazaar, 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 whatever. Bazaar. In the great market, bazaar, uh, in the great market of Sigil. And um, that's where we left off last week. And it's about noon. You've got about an hour left to return to the Soggy Feather to get your escort to the Coliseum. Uh, the streets and market stalls are busy, filled with people. What would you like to do? We should probably hoof it back and hurry. Yeah. We only have an hour. Let's be on time. Yeah. Or there is a potion in my belly that might activate at any moment. (laughs) Certainly. So um, you all decide to leave the bazaar and make your way to the uh, Soggy Feather. Now, as you're exiting the area of the bazaar, um, everyone is perceptive enough to notice that as you walk by um, you see people sort of look at you and point and then speak to a nearby friend perhaps acquaintance and talk privately in hushed tones 
Uh, but you don't encounter any particular confrontation of any kind. You just see that people are talking about you. I'll, I'll yell at them as we pass. <laughs> what do you yell? He's alive! <laughs> <laughs> Very well. Uh, so you yell these things, um, but uh, you make your way back to the Soggy Feather, and as you walk down the street, you see that their uh, Bill is up on the ladder, and he's taking down the giant sign that has the picture of Varel, saying that this is the proud home of Varel, who drinks arcane spice. And he's up on the ladder. I will approach the base of the ladder and, and yell up at Bill. Bill! Observe! And I will do a flourish and spin, and as I turn around, I will pull it taut so he can read it as it goes by. Varel, that looks fantastic! Thank you, Bill. Um, say, I have a question for you. Yes. Uh, do you think you think people know about what happened with the kid? Probably. They know he's still alive, right? Not likely. Wait. He's not alive? <laughs> no, he's alive. This is oh, just okay. how towns always go. Big trick! It was big trick! Biggest trick squats ever do! Well, just make sure you spread the word that he's still alive. I, I don't want to be sponsoring a child murderer. No worries. We have no plans to kill other children today. Uh, that's that's great. That's just great. <laughs> he returns back to removing the sign. Down. It does an eyeball floating in the air mean anything to you, Bill? Um, you mean you met someone like that? No, there was a very quick eyeball that then zoomed off while I was in the market. Ah, oh, that's a floaty. A floaty. Sure. <laughs> they observe and report. They're used often in journalism. I see. But they can perform all kinds of tasks. Mostly you just ignore them. Well. As towns go. Unless you've got some sort of secret that you're not supposed to tell people. Then maybe no, they no. might see the secret, and then, you know, that's your secret. Not, not a secret anymore. Is there something I should be worried about? <laughs> well, everyone believes I killed the child, Bill. Wait, you just said that that wouldn't be an issue. Because this is how it always goes. Okay, then. Well, um, <laughs> if you need to eat anything before your match, just help yourself in the kitchen. I got to take this down. I don't want to get in trouble. Since this contract is null and void because of this morning's incident. All right, we'll head in. All right, you head inside, and there's no clientele in the business. There's, It's just calm and quiet. You're in the main dining area. Well, then. Is there anything, any preparations you'd like to make in advance of today? Um, no. No, I'd be afraid to eat anymore because I might upset whatever's magically happening. So I would sit and wait. All right. Well, you all uh, enter in and sort of stand in a circle, sort of contemplating silently. 
what comes next, what to do. And um, the other members of the party notice that there's a large green bubble forming on Varel's shoulder. Like his... It's like a okay. really large snot bubble, but it's made of his skin. And it's growing, you say? Like... Vis- yeah, it must have grown between then and the time that you were at the bazaar, but there's it's, you know, about the size of a fist, of a human fist. Uh, Varel, your, sh- your shoulder. That looks bad. I look at my shoulder. All right, you look around at your shoulder, you, you in fact see what I just described, which was a, a sort of snot bubble made out of your flesh, this sort of infected bubble that looks like it's it's angry and, and red and green and about to burst. Let me pop it. Can I can I pop it? Let me pop it. You don't normally ask for permission to do such things. <laughs> well, I, when it comes to your something on your person, I feel like I can't just assume. Do it! Okay. I'm going to go over there and... Oh, what do I have to All pop right. it with? Um, oh, geez. I will uh, gently... My aorta that currently has a mouth coming out of it, I will gently extend that forward and bite <laughs> the bubble. Okay. Make an attack roll, please. Oh, an attack roll. Jeez Louise. All right. Um... That would be an 18. All right, it's a hit roll damage, uh, bite damage, so one plus your strength modifier. 1d6. You don't have to roll anything. So, 1D6. No, you don't have to roll anything. It, it, there's no roll. It's one plus your strength modifier, whatever Oh, that is. which is one then. Because okay. I don't so have you a... you do one point of damage yeah. to Varel. Yeah. And you burst it, and um, a pussy yellow liquid just covers <laughs> your mouth and splooshes down his shoulder. Um... Varel, you are now poisoned. Wait. Wouldn't he be poisoned? And you have you have whatever's in there in your mouth. Uh, <laughs> Nash. <laughs> but wouldn't he be poisoned before it popped? He, he's, yeah, it's yeah in he would have, but now the effects have taken place okay. since he popped it. Right. And he is now poisoned, which means you have disadvantage on all attack rolls and ability checks, which is going to include your performance later today as a wave of fatigue washes over you, Varel. Hmm. Now, the thing that you recognize is that this injury where the swelling was, was also where you were hit with the dart the night before by the... Oh, man, but I totally got like a 24 on that. There's some slow-acting agents uh, involved, apparently. Well, damn. All right, all right. Um. Hmm. Well, I will hold on to my lunch, as it is very important to me. Mm-hmm. But I do feel awful, and I will sit down. Okay. Varel sits down, uncharacteristically, seeming a little, a little weak in spirit. There's a large, sort of gushing waterfall of pus going down his shoulder. Does anyone have the cure to poison? No. I've got many spells, but that's not one of them. Uh oh. (laughs) (laughs) Not today, anyway. All right. With that, as you sort of assess the situation, there's a, a door swings open, and the same 
somewhere between an elf and a human looking gentleman walks in and says, <clears throat> uh, hello, I've, I've returned back uh, to collect Vorel for the competition. We have his escort here. Vorel? Hello? Oh, oh my. What, um, appears to be some kind of injury on your shoulder. Are you all right? I've been poisoned by my competitor. That is a strong accusation. Let's perhaps walk that back a little bit. I only walk forward, and it is not an accusation. It is a fact. Walking is a figure of speech, uh, good sir. I don't mean literally walking. Um, A competitor, you say, did this? Uh, Explain this. I was attacked by assassins in the Mm -hmm. evening of last night, and they threw a many thin darts at me. And now, hours later, I have succumbed to this devious poison. Well, I have no doubt you speak true about the assassins. Uh, what is the link to the competition? You say it was a competitor. Did, did one of the competitors uh, do this to you last night? Yes. Which Bill one? said that they were called ninjas. And that rhymes with kanja. No, that, that no, that's not a connection you can make through rhyming. Um, uh, you say it was ninjas; they were an assassin's guild. And do you have any proof that any one of the competitors are linked to this assassin's guild? I have all their clothes and their symbols of, of the competitors. How did you mm. manage that? Of the assassins. Okay, can I may I have a look at them? You may. But seeing as this is a city, I expect them to be gone now. Uh, what, the clothes? Yes, the clothes would be upstairs, but this is a city, which means it is more devious than that, and the clothes are likely gone due to some foul workings. Perhaps we can check before jumping to uh, strange conclusions about, <laughs> about why they would be missing when we don't even know. Very well. Upstairs, uh, right. then. All right, would uh, someone accompany me upstairs, please? Your manager, perhaps? Yes, the manager can join us. Yes, yes, let's go look. Let's right. go follow. So, who's going upstairs? <laughs> Squirts is? I'm going to uh, stay. Nothing is sticking with Varel. So if Varel goes, nothing follows. I'm staying downstairs. Varel? It's a pain You're in my ass. Downstairs? I'll go upstairs as best I can. Okay, so only Nash stays downstairs. And um, everyone makes their way up one at a time, up the stairwell, and then down the hallway. And uh, the door is ajar. I think you guys left it ajar, though, so nothing strange about that. And as you make your way into the room, you see that the room is as you pretty much left it, including the combat. No, Bill hasn't been up to clean or anything like that. So the clothes are on the floor. All right, so it looks like uh, we have quite a mess in here. This is where we were attacked. Here are clothes. See clothes. These ninjas. He gets down and he looks at it and he says, hmm, I'm very sorry for you, Vorel. It does seem you were attacked last night. Hmm. Is this perhaps, um, could it be something other than a competitor? I'm not seeing anything jumping out to suggest a competitor is behind this. I have been here all of three days, and I've spent two of those days playing M-Sports. Ah, when you say you've been here two days, you mean in Sigil? Yes. Is this your first time in Sigil? Yes. 
So you're fresh off the portal. As one might say. Uh huh. Well, um. So I'm looking at, at these at these insignias here, and this does appear to be. You've made quite the enemy here. It's the the order of the the Crimson Moon, uh, a much whispered about Assassin's Guild. I don't know whose ire you could have you could have spurred to warrant such expensive assassination. Uh, but I don't see anything linking it to a competitor. I mean, is there something else to learn here? Hmm. No, that's what you would say. Well, I need evidence before I can accuse a competitor. There are seven others. How do I know which one? Assuming it even is one. Well, this is usually my fault. See, when I first get into town, everyone gets really mad at me. And then I find someone trustworthy, like you, for instance, and they take all my information at face value and tell me it's going to be okay. But they're the real vampire. And later on, they betray me. Oh, oh no, I assure you I'm no vampire. <laughs> um... Uh, uh, Look, uh, uh, the um, the big time Smackaroo uh, M Sports Competition League does take these complaints very seriously. So when we get to the event, perhaps you can fill out a formal incident report. However, without anything linking of it, uh, the carriage of justice dictates that we'd have to find someone responsible. I need evidence showing that that it was someone specific. It seems like they took great care to make sure that there's no link back if it is indeed a competitor. And might I suggest perhaps dropping this line of complaints only because, well, I read the bulletin this afternoon and, um, well, I don't mean no offense and I don't want to start an argument with you, but it seems perhaps there was um, an unfortunate altercation that was a bit extreme relating to your manager. Squirts is still rifling through the clothes. So, you know, you're not exactly going to be a sympathetic complainant. Let me tell you something. If I were to kill a child in broad daylight or my manager to do so, would the Lady of Pain not have intervened? Her ways are a mystery. I, I can't explain what the Lady of Pain does or doesn't. I just try to make sure to stay on the right side of, of things. Yes, that's what we all do. And you believe that the right side of things would be to not kill children in front of many people? Well, it just so happens, I believe, that infanticide in any shape or form is highly unethical. But um, I'm sure your manager had her reasons, in order to carry out my function, I, I'm simply here to to carry you through to the Coliseum and prepare you for the day. Um, if you have a complaint, I will hear the information and we can bring it before the committee. But the competition's only in a few hours. We're not going to get much results unless you have some sort of damning evidence. Uh, so you're saying that I am to enter this competition with my reputation in tatters and my <laughs> physical health Incapable of playing the game. You're incapable of playing? I How feel so? like vomiting every second of the moment. That's that's un unfortunate. Did you get sick? I don't, My I don't shoulder is oozing pus, sir. I saw that. I thought it was um, 
well, I thought it was quite gross, but it's not for me to interfere. I'm simply here to escort you, provide you with information you need, whatever you need to get to the competition. I'm not a doctor or, or can't be taking care of you. Ah, doctors. You will take me to a doctor. Um, there is a physician at the facility, in, mainly in case of injury during the event, but... I was injured during the event. Okay, I think we can we can accommodate you in that way. We can bring you to one of our physicians, yes. Would you like that? Yes, I would. Uh, very, <laughs> very good. Um, okay, uh... Right, so we're gonna drop this um, this this complaint here. For for, for uh, there's nothing here pointing to one of the competitors. I, mm. I would recommend dropping this complaint. You will not hear of it again. Right. Okay, <laughs> that works for me. <laughs> um, I have a carriage outside, which will take you to the uh, event. I would strongly recommend. That everyone here leave any magic items they possess somewhere safe because they will be confiscated. They're not permitted on the competition grounds. So, um, fair warning to you. Get rid of any magical items. Nothing points to herself. Bodyguard. And then points at the sword. Bodyguards are permitted, but magical items are not. It's to ensure no disruption of fairness during the competition. We can't have anyone cheating. Even if you weren't to cheat with it, it's an issue of trust between the competitors, and those are the rules we've established to make sure that there's no incidents. So so please leave your magical items somewhere safe. Here, you can deposit them rather than have them confiscated by security. It would be much better. We're still in the room, right? Sure. Yes. No, nothing as quickly as she can unsheaths the sword and throws it into whatever the nearest part of the floor near him is. Okay. Just the, in, the short sword of warning. All right. Like into one. the you you stab the floor with the sword. Like, yeah. Just just throw it at him. Yeah, Bill's gonna like that. He, there's already marks. It's ru- fine. Ru- ruining his floors. Is Room's like... already damaged. It's good. Right. Uh, is that it? Just the one sword. Anyone else have uh, magic items? How about your manager? Manager, do you have magic items? Uh, Scorch will scurry into the trash can. You'll hear a little rattle as something is dropped, and then she'll scurry back out. Okay. So is everyone actually getting rid of their magic items, or is anyone trying? I need to know if anyone's trying to sneak magic items. I'm downstairs, so I don't even know this is being asked. And and Uh, I am a magic item. That includes the stone you have pressed into your forehead. Uh, Squirts. Yeah, that's what I dropped. Okay. Perfect. He doesn't see what you dropped. You did it in in the in the trash can. Okay, uh, Varel, you probably don't have any items. All right. Okay, then then um, I will be waiting for you in the carriage just outside. Please hurry. Uh, we don't want to keep. Uh, we don't want. We don't want to be late for the competition. It's a big day. You could win five thousand gold pieces. It's exciting. Well, okay, then I'm off. And then he begins to descend the stairs. Well, we go then. Okay. And on his way out, the the escort uh, looks at you, Nash, and says, make sure to leave any magical items behind. I am a magical item. And I turn 
my face or whatever my passes for my face away from him. Well, if you're being with a magical nature, that's fine. There's not we really can't uninvite people because of that. So I understand. Just any items. I have he exits. He exits the the building. Okay. All right. So everyone else makes their way downstairs. They're ready to go. Right. So you can exit as well. Anything else for anyone? Uh, as nothing goes to leave, uh, she'll find Bill, and just Bill, and then yeah, Bill's, the... Bill's outside. Yeah. Okay. As we're looking up, Bill. What? To the point to her eye, and then make the sound of a sword unsheathing and indicate up in the room. He goes, "All right, sure." You're not convinced he completely understood your instruction. Eh, it's clear enough. It's clear enough. All right. But as you <laughs> exit, you do see that there is um there's a horse-drawn carriage that has six horses up in front of it and a large ornate carriage where you can get in and, and this um, escort is sitting atop it and he reaches over and flicks a button on the top and the doors swing open and he says, Please now get in. We'll make our way to the Coliseum. Good luck in your competition today. I'll try and make it out there. Yes, yes, we go. Good luck. Let us win. Mighty Squirts, away. All right, the kobold gets in saying these things. I'll climb in. Mm-hmm. I'll get in also, or I'll hop in. Climb in after like... Varel. All right, the four of you get in, and the escort closes the door, and you're sitting on these very comfortable seats, uh, two two on one side, two on the other, facing each other. And you're yeah, and then the horse you hear like whip sound, and then you hear the 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 clatter of horse hooves on the cobblestone uh, street. And you have you have some moments of silence uh, alone before the main competition begins. Is there? Anything you'd like to say to one another before <laughs> the day begins? What are the nature? What's the nature of my poison that's affecting me? Uh, it's a poison status. So, okay. uh, what you would know about you don't know much about the poison, except that it was slow acting, and right now you, you would have disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. So that's going to affect your performance today. No, do Is I? Any... Oh, go ahead. No, no saves associated with it for the time. No. You just have it. Do I have the same? I mean, I'm I'm not competing in the M Sports thing, but do I have the same limitations? Well, you're not sure. You took a big mouthful of the pus, so it's unclear if there was any toxins in the actual pus yeah. or if the pus was just Ugh. pus. <laughs> you decided this, man. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I. It seemed more transparent in my imagination and less full of something, but now. <laughs> Now well, I, I did describe it as a bubble, and there was definitely an air pocket in there, but it right. also revealed a lot of pus. So, you know, great mistakes happen. Yeah, <laughs> usually to me, but it's good. I'm fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think you asked for it a little bit. Um, you're like, what can I pierce it with? My mouth. Um, Anyways, uh, so uh, as you um, minutes goes by, you feel that you're again in a different in- uh, district, although you don't recognize the pass- passage you're traveling, the roads taken. But soon looking out the window, you see it moves from a um, you know more urban medieval housing type situation to a place where there appears to be these large buildings. And as you look out into the distance uh, from a window in the front, 
you can see that there is a large coliseum at the center of a large square, an opening square. And there's a mass of people outside, and you just begin to hear trumpeting. And there's like people yelling and shouting. There seems to be circles of people with buskers and there's celebration, all kinds of stuff happening. And your cart cuts through the crowd as it gets closer towards this Coliseum. Uh, you have the blinds or curtains drawn currently, but you can, of course, open it and make yourself known to the people, or you can proceed stealthily to the building. It's up to you. What say you, Varel? I will pull my new cape. Am I still oozing? Um, I mean, you didn't clean it up, so yeah, you've got like, it's not. It's not oozing anymore, but there is ooze. The wound is there, present. Okay. And but clean. I will use the curtain to yeah. wipe it off. Okay. And then I will pull my cape over it uh-huh. to hide the wound. And I will pull myself up straight, take a big breath in, and say, Squirts. What is our backup plan? You win. Yes. Is Kanja particularly afraid of being nude on stage? <laughs> he not new. He old. He win many times. Nude. Nude. <laughs> Made naked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no clothes. No clothes. Oh, that funny trick. That funny yes. trick. You we will need a backup nurse. plan. You feel shame when no clothes. <laughs> <laughs> All I need to do today is shame Kanja. Then I get my friends back. So, nothing. We're going to need a backup plan. I may be incapable of winning this game. Right, I asked the bird for a plan. Nash. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yes. We're going to need a backup plan. Varel, I've got one leg, and I don't know know how much of how good I'm going to be at these plans, but he just needs a plan. (laughs) You got your one. I'm just kind of. I feel pretty useless. I don't have much of a plan, but if you want to talk about a plan, I'm more than willing to do it. But if it involves me needing to move anywhere, just be forewarned. I don't have a lot of movement. Yeah. We're still missing all your spells, yes? Yeah, I need a... I guess I need a key. Uh, can Maybe you borrow most, a key? Most multiple keys. I'd take any key if someone had a key. But it turns out the only way I know of in this town to get a key is to pay for one with gold I don't have. Ah. Uh. It's a real shit show. All right. <laughs> well, we'll make it up as we go. And I'll and I'll stick my head out the window real quick to check the Coliseum if it's wood. All right, you stick your head out real quick and you look at the Coliseum and it's a stone building. Damn it. Can't burn down the Coliseum. Uh, got, there's a lot of statues uh, that you notice all out on the outside. Various warriors, large archways. Travels mm. the height very high. It's very 
it's a sight to behold. It's quite the building. All right. Hunker down and get ready for uh, the show. All right. Well, you proceed in quietly then without making much ado to the crowd. And eventually, shade, uh, there was, you know, light spilling into the windows. It's eventually become shade as you enter into one of the archways and move deeply into the building. Then the sounds of trumpeting and cheering get become muted behind you as you go deeper into this building. And then eventually the carriage stops. You hear a, yeah! And the carriage stops. And the door is open and you hear the cheery voice of the escort go, well, um, Pharrell, you're here. Everyone out now. All right, Please. I will make your way this way. And he, he, there's a sort of, there's a doorway. It's an archway and he walks to the doorway and puts his I'll hand out and motions for you to go through. I'll put my hand around the carriage edges and pull myself out. I'll hop out. Literally. Yep. Continue to fall. Yep, Squirts follows as well. All right, um, make your way this way to the security checkpoint. They're going to just check you to make sure that you don't have any... Um, you know, Lingering items. sicknesses? Well, sicknesses are not against the rules. That's just an unfortunate thing. But I did promise you the physician, so just make your way through the security checkpoint and we'll go see the physician post-haste. Sound good? Very good. All right. Um, all right, so as you make your way down the hallway, you see that there are two orcs and a robed man, whom you can't see his face, standing near a doorway. There are some tables. And one of the orcs comes lumbering up to you, Varel, and goes... Put out your arms. I do so. All right. He begins patting your arms, patting your chest and legs, and he goes. Mm. And then there's um, a robed man with what looks to be like some sort of ping pong paddle. And he steps to you and he says, "I'm going to check you for any magical items. And please stand still while I do this." And he takes the ping pong paddle and he sort of moves it around your head and arms and legs and then he nods and says you may proceed all right and then uh squirts you're up next so you're you're not sneaking any items in right squirts correct i have nothing I've... this time except chunks. okay all right perfect so you get same treatment a pat down and the ping pong same with you nothing you're not trying to sneak anything in Nope, she's got know. weapons, okay. but no magic yeah. items. Weapons are fine. No magic items as you undergo the same thing. And then Nash, you, uh, the orc comes up to go, you and he goes, all right, I need you to spread your whatever you are out. You'll have to give me more detail than that, pal. What do you mean spread well, me whatever just, I am out? I need to check your limbs for any hidden things. Well, I got the one down there. That's the only leg I have currently. Here's a little hand and here's an arm. And I'll stretch out and 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 stand tall on the leg and balance. All right. All right. Since you're not wearing any clothes, he does like a visual inspection, but he doesn't really feel the need to touch you. And the orc also seems hesitant to touch you. And then he motions for you to go over to the robed man. And the robed man uh, steps up and takes the ping pong paddle, and it begins glowing blue as he examines you your your heart area. <laughs> He goes, um, it seems that there was some magical energy emanating from, from this heart-shaped thing. 
Is this one of your items, Vorel? That is a man. <laughs> He's right. I am a man. Right now, I'm less man than I used to be, but I'm getting there, and I just happen to be magical. I don't have any items on me. I am who I am. Are you a man of magical nature? Yes. Ah, I see. Well, I was told that was okay. That It is okay, but we just need to make sure that you're identified. Um, and then he goes behind a little shelving unit, and then he gets like a clip with a little card on it, and the card says like has a big letter M on it. And he clips it. He clips this M card to like one of your uh, ventricles. He's like, "You need to have that shown at all times, so that we know you are a person of magical nature." Fine. All right, you may proceed. All right, I'll hop past. All right. And then the elf, uh, the half, uh, the human to half elf. You're not quite sure. It follows behind the escort. He goes, "Well, that uh, went out without a hitch. Thank you very much for being so cooperative about that, everyone." Um. Now, I'm going to go see about your physician. Uh, the uh, waiting area for the competitors is just beyond this door, and he, he, there's an archway to the right. There's food and drinks, refreshments, and there are also servants there who will try to accommodate whatever needs you have if you need something. And I'll be back with the physician for you, Morel. Sounds good? It'll do. All right, and he takes off down the hallway. All right, so he's going to get a physician. I will make a note of that. Okay. And you enter into a large antechamber. And in this chamber that's been set up to accommodate competitors, you see that there are eight areas uh, throughout the room that have sort of a series of tables in a circle. At the one end, there's a table, a long table full of food. There are attendants on either side of the room. You see that all the other competitors have made it there on time. Uh, in one corner, you see that there is a... Uh, a pile of young human people all kind of dressed up in in bright clothes and there's a lot of chatter coming on from that corner in another corner you see that there is a fully plate mailed armored up uh, human sitting by himself with a mug of mead in front of him staring off into nothing in the other corner you see that there's a halfling surrounded by several women and a few other hangers-on, halfling style. Like they're all halflings, but the women are full, fully human or, or elf, like uh, different races, but that they're full-grown. Uh, in another corner, uh, to your shock, you see, you see an illithid, uh -oh. and he's sitting at a table by himself. Well, he's not by himself. He's sitting at a table with a ghost. Uh, there's an illithid sitting there. It's got a piece of metal on the top part of his head, but it's triggering a response in you, Varel, and Nash having just come from a place where you were at war and suffered uh, greatly at the hands of the illithid. And there's a dwarven ghost that's sitting at a table with him and they're kind of talking quietly. Uh, in another corner, uh, another table, there's uh, what looks to be a tribe of Goliath, large tattooed beings that you've never seen before, just really large beings. They barely sit at the table. In fact, their knees are lifting up the table all kind of together and it's sort of swaying back and forth. And finally, um, sitting near the paladin, but not at the same table, facing away, is uh, an orc. The orc is chowing down hardcore on some food. You hear a voice uh, yell out from... It's the halfling, surrounded by women, and he goes, Oh, look who has come in! 
It appears our final competitor has arrived. <laughs> Look at these, Kanja. And then in the uh, circle of kids, you see a face go up. And this face has is young, youthful, Justin Bieber looking, but it's got a pair of mirror shades, like just like one big shade across the eyes with purple and magenta, like stylings across the front that's like flishing out. And he goes, looks around, there's a nod, and then he gets back to his friends chatting. Uh, and again, you get needles from, from the, uh, from the entourage, the halfling with the entourage of ladies. It looks like you and I will be meeting first on the field of battle. I hope you are ready, lizard man. Are we exchanging insults already? Not insult. I'm saying hello. Oh, I see. Well, hello to you as well. I've heard that you've had some difficulty this morning. Yes. That is a shame. It is not good. No. Hmm? Um. Yes. I've had this conversation before, I believe. I do not remember having this conversation. Do you no. girls? And the girls go, <laughs> no. no, in every city there's someone like you, though. Mm. Yes. Uh, if you, You've heard the stories, yes? Then I you know we are quite adept at dealing with short people, and you will be dealt with as well. I think he is intimidated. What do you say? And then his one of his little halfling friends goes, Yeah, he sounds intimidated to me. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> 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 Well, it's not every day an M-Sports competitor is accused of killing a child. It's certainly an interesting way to make a reputation for yourself. Well, and, and I'll turn around and walk to the food table as I do. Well, I'm a wild, savage man from a foreign land, and I don't know what I'm going to do next. I might go crazy here. And as you make this sort of show, the rest of the competitors all kind of look at you. Especially Kanja. His head pokes out from his crowd and he looks at you and he goes... Oh, wait. I said his name. Oops. Well, clearly, he's... <laughs> the, the young man with the mirror shades looks on at you, lifts up, and then he gets back into his huddle with his teammates. What do you think, Kanja? Do you think this fresh-off-the-portal man will... Make it even past the first round in today's competition. Will someone else in this room please talk with volume? <laughs> <laughs> they all kind of look around. And, and the, the dwarf and, and the illithid sort of seated together look and say, the illithid, rather than speaking telepathically, which is what you have come to know from il the illithid, speaks with his op octopusy mouth and he says, Ah, uh, you may come sit with us if you wish. Excellent. Gang, let us go sit. 
Okay, so your group goes to sit with uh, what appears to be an illithid and a ghost dwarf. Yeah. So he's like, so the dwarf is basically just this white and blue sort of glowing being that's sitting there, and he's got a, a cup of <laughs> ethereal mead in front of him as well, and he appears to be drinking from it. And as he drinks from it, you see through him, you see the the mead go into his stomach and settle into the stomach. Hello there! You must be Vorel. That I am. It's good to make your acquaintance. And it's nice to meet you. And you are? Uh, I'm Tubby Flavorbeard. <laughs> Wait, what? I'm, clarification? I'm, I'm, I'm Tubby Flavorbeard. But my gamer name is Tubbs9K. <laughs> It's good to make your acquaintance. A pleasure, Tubbs. <laughs> it's kind of all right, since we're not facing each other in the early rounds, we can be friends. Yes, I would like that. At least until the finals, should we both make it? Sure. And maybe we can be friends afterwards as well. I'd like that, but um, I've got to ask you a question. Well, hmm. maybe facts over here can ask it. I'm, I'm a little nervous asking it myself. And facts, the illicit looks to you and says, There are reports that you murdered a child this morning because your manager was jealous of the attention you paid to it as she is in love with you. That was what was written in the M Sports emergency bulletin this morning. Really? Well, that's a fabulous story. I thought it was quite titillating myself, but I have the very people in front of me to ascertain the uh, veritability of this story. Well, knowing that scandals do so well in the cities, I would hate to let anyone down. Is it true? It's Leaning trick! Clue. It's trick! It's trick ever! There you go. What do you mean it's a trick? What's... what trick? Right, explain the trick, little one. No, no, trick's better when no explain! But is the kid alive? Who knows? Squirt's nose! And are you in love with your uh, 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 competitor that you manage? Are you a, a couple? What? <laughs> no? Is no. this is this your child together? This, this is ch this tiny child. This makes no sense. The rumor is that you were jealous that Vorel was going to have a new son, but he had a son with you and you killed it, out, killed it, the other child out of jealousy. Squirt's not jealous. Squirt's play tricks. So, so it's not your child then, Vorel? Just no, I have fostered no children. Well, I understand. As a top M-Sports competitor and a petitioner, 
people make all sorts of assumptions about me that aren't true. I have no doubt. Hmm. Well, let's drink up and have a good show today. Yeah? Yes. Hmm. And Fax Fax and Tubbs 9K take their mead and gulp it back. I'll lean back to Nash and whisper to him, this is great. The story's outrageous. No one would believe it. I can't even... And I'll just stretch chunks. Or... Tricks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, no, it's a good cover. I... That would... It's impossible. Yeah, there's no way that any... Who would, who would believe that's a... That there's no way. Yeah, yeah. My my point exactly. Yeah. I didn't want to get into the logistics. The no, saying. no, we shouldn't. No. It, it, it's, good, a, it's a mistake. Good talk. Yeah, good talk. All right. So as you guys have this conversation, uh, the escort comes back in and says, um, uh, "Excuse me, Vorel. I've got uh, I've got the physician ready to see you. If you if you come with me, please." Excellent. Excuse me. Gentlemen, all right. all right, and you leave the room and and make your way down the hallway to another door, and the door opens up, and it's this sort of more white room with tables and shelves, and it has all kinds of vials on it. And in the middle is there's a there's Wait, an elf. Just, just yeah. going with the vibe, would uh, nothing let me go? Nothing's following. Okay, and um, the half-elf looks at you and says, please wait outside. It's a a physician's meeting. Nothing gestures. Bodyguard. Yes, outside for the bodyguard. It's a a private meeting between the physician and and the competitor, please. Nothing shakes her head. (laughs) Forel, your your bodyguard wants to, uh, to be inside during your private meeting with the physician. Can you explain to it that perhaps you don't want that? But I do. Oh, (laughs) very well. Pardon my um, presumptiveness. Uh, Go on inside. Is is anyone else going to the physician's meeting? For else, physician appointment? No. no. I think it would be weird if I was there. Squirts? All right, we'll assume squirts. Oh, there's squirts. Squirts will follow. Okay. Uh... And Vorel, was your manager going to attend your physician meeting as well? Sure, why not? Yes, we uh, find out who father of Trunks is! <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Um, make your way inside, I suppose. And he just waits outside, close the door. So the three of you are in this room. It's all very, it's very sterile and clean in there. There's a bed uh, where you can sit up on. And there's a halfling, not a halfling, excuse me, an elf. Uh, very slender, tall, wearing a, a white sort of goat. Clearly the sign of a doctor. And he says, oh, Hello. Who do we have here? <clears throat> Your name, please. Vorel Rasphim Kurik. All right. He picks up a clipboard. He begins in a plume and dips it in ink and he begins writing. And um, you're one of, the, one of the competitors here. Yes. And you say that there is uh, something wrong with you. Yes, and I will 
unveil unveil my shoulder from the cape and gesture at it. I, <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Like, that... Excuse me. He walks over to him. <laughs> he walks over to a magical contraption in the back that started making noise, and he presses a couple buttons and turns it off. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, browser on the PC. It's down. I closed it. But, okay. <laughs> that was a hilarious sound. What is that music? I think it's Popeye <laughs> or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway. Sorry, I got a cough again. I'll be right back. Well, it's a big one. I can see it. You're killing me, Scott. <laughs> Sorry. Um, okay, so he fixes the magical contraption so it stops making noise, and he returns back to you, and he says... Uh, Okay, Pharrell, but why don't you sit up on the bed here, and I'll examine your pus-filled shoulder. Thank you. And I do so. Okay, and he takes out a, a stethoscope, and he, he says, please uh, breathe in as deep as you can. And he puts the stethoscope to the chest. <laughs> you got it. That sounds good. <sighs> Very good, very good. He takes out as you do that. He takes out a magnifying glass with his other hand and he peers at the pus. Yeah. And um, when did your symptoms begin? When I was attacked by ninjas. And do you remember precisely? Um, uh, I see that you survived the attack, but do you remember what um, injuries you might have sustained during the attack? Some sort of needles thrown at me. Right. Okay. Well, sit still. Do not be alarmed. You will see glowing lights. And he rolls up his sleeves and he puts down his, his equipment. And he touches your chest and your shoulder and his hands light up. You feel this sort of warmth where he's touching. And he goes, yeah. <laughs> and he takes his hands off and he puts, pulls them away and he goes you appear to have been infected with a poison yes I do not feel well I don't know the exact nature of the toxin in your system but it is clearly having an effect on your your neurological system. Yes, you feel sluggish and slow? Sluggish. Slow. I would normally recommend uh, a certain mixture of cure that to take three times a day and to get bed rest for a week. But you are one of the competitors here, yes? Yes. You would like a fair shake at your Competition. Hmm. Well, I can put in something that will temporarily relieve the symptoms for you. And he moves over to one of his um, cabinets and he takes out a bottle of pills. And he goes, Here. Pours them out into his hand. And then he goes over to a bucket with water in it. And he scoops out a glass and he says, Take these pills. And wash them down with this water. That should relieve the symptoms long enough for you to compete today. 
And what do these pills do exactly? They will reduce the uh, potency of the toxin and its effect on your neurological system long enough for you to feel better. But you will return to your poisoned state in about eight to ten hours. This is simply so that you may compete today. Right. I'll take the pills. Okay. How do you take them? As instructed? Uh, I, I want to take them in my hand. Mm-hmm. And hold on to them for now. Okay. You should take the pills now. You have yes. a match very soon. The sooner you take them, the sooner that the medicinal properties will be in effect for you. Hmm. That is good. I have a great wave of honesty coming on. I must be going. Right. And um, you should seek out a doctor after the competition for a more long-term solution. That's what you would say. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Excuse excuse me. Why? uh, A little one. Can, can you make sure he takes those? It's in his best interests to have a fair competition. Yes, Varel! Chugs, please! Talking with Doctor! We know who your father is. I will make sure Varel does what Varel does! Very good. If there's anything further, please come back and see me. Thank you. We're, we're all leaving now. Alright, so you all exit the room and the escorts I... outside says... Well, that was quick. Oh, sh- hang on. Uh, nothing. Listen. <laughs> For our audio listeners, uh, John's eyebrows went way up on his head. Yeah, way up. <laughs> Listen to the door. Nothing leans her head against the door. Perfect. <clears throat> yes, you were saying. You were saying. Uh, are you talking to the escort? Yes. And what are you getting nothing to do? I want him to listen to the door. Okay. The escort looks at you and goes, well, that was quick. Yes, uh, you feel better? Uh, did you find a solution to what uh, you needed to? Is, much uh, better. Let, let us move this conversation down the hall. Okay. And there's um, nothing coming with us, your bodyguard? They are sleepy. <laughs> is it just you and him that you're, you're motioning to go down? or well, Let us all. We, we will all go. Okay. Well, what's nothing doing now? Nothing's currently leaned against the door based on Varel's comment about being sleepy with her eyes closed. Okay. So everyone walked, begins walking down the hall except for nothing, who's pretending to sleep against the door. And listening. Oh, and you're listening. Okay. Yes. So roll a perception check, please. Uh, 13. All right. Through the muffled door you hear. Uh, faint singing, the lady of the night, I embraced her forever, but then she found a way to leave. I was in turmoil for months, but finally found peace. And this goes on and on. He's singing some song inside there now that he's alone. Nothing eventually pulls her head away from the door and will follow after them. Okay. 
Perfect. So everyone makes their way to the main chamber with Nash sitting with the illithid fax, who has some sort of weird metal object on the top of his head, and the ghost uh, tubby flavor beard. <laughs> Best name in a while, by the way. Points for that. Tubby flavor beard. <laughs> all right. You all make your way back in. And from across the hall, you hear, Oh, look. Oh, the savage has returned. You, I will, nothing. And I'll turn around. Mm-hmm. Did you hear anything? The lady of the night. <laughs> nothing just sings the song back to him, but muffled. It sounds exactly how it sounded through the door. Uh, okay. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> Beautiful. Absolutely. Nash. Yeah. I believe... I believe that the doctor was also paid off to drug me additionally, which is why this device went off when we entered, because that was like the contact that he was verifying with. Whoa. That I was in there to receive additional drugging. You learned all this and you... In this single visit? No, this is just what happens in cities. Oh. <laughs> Got it. So with it, so what now? I I need to know if these pills are real or not. Do you have any way of... Uh, I mean, I could take one. <laughs> <laughs> that would work. Yeah. Yes, you would feel the symptoms and you could describe them to me. I mean, I could. I don't. I don't have any reason not to. You're doing it all the time. You always lick on, <laughs> and I just start putting one towards his mouth. <laughs> all right, I'll do this for. I'll do this for the team. You can finally use your powers for good. That's right, or at all. All right, hand me that, all right. and I'll eat it. All right, I'll, all right. I'll give him one of the pills. All right, so give him one of the pills. Do you chew or just swallow? I'll chew it. All right, and chew then, it into a powder in your mouth. It's dry and pasty. Gross. Is there any and water? It makes it more difficult to swallow. Um, there's a table full of uh, refreshments and food. You can. All right, I'll grab a, a mug or whatever's closest to that sort of thing and drink drink it down. All right, Wash you drink it down. it down. Yeah. You on your way over there, you briefly sort of nudge the the human in full plate armor, and he goes, <clears throat> "Watch it." Uh, I'll say, sorry, excuse me. All right. So the rest happens with an event. You wash it down with what, you know, there's there's red juice. You're not sure what's in the red juice. There appears to be wine, mead. It uh, looks like there's something steaming, probably coffee. It's a full bottle of arcane spice. Is there anything there that just looks like straight up, like just water, like a clear, clear water? No. no? All no. right. I'll do the red, <laughs> the red juice. All right, so you um, take a little, little looking uh, cup and you sort of dip it into the red bo uh, bowl, punch bowl, if you will. Drink some of the red juice and wash down little bits of pill in your mouth. Okay. Um, you don't really feel any, you know, there's no um, percep change in perception or effect of that way. A few minutes goes by and you feel like your aches and pains are relieved somewhat so you feel a little bit less uncomfortable in your own strange body okay uh no ill effects all right i'll 
I'll convey that to Varel. We need friends, and I'll take the pills. Okay, perfect. Do you wash them down with anything, or I, I, unless I have to, I would try to just like down it. <laughs> okay. Uh, but if, it, if you know, if I get that ghost pill in my throat, you know, I got to get rid of that. Yeah. yeah. Constitution roll, please. Let's see how good you are. Suck a back a pill. Nineteen. All right, they go right in. Pretty good. Yep. Uh, so you have the pill. Uh, you've taken both the pills, and you let a few minutes goes goes go by, and you begin to recover your poison effect. It's cleared for now. Temporarily cleared. Mm-hmm. And Nash has never felt better. <laughs> All right, so let's see what we're doing next here. Uh... All right, so you guys have still have a bit of time before uh, the first competition starts. You're not quite sure when exactly it's going to start. No one's come to get anyone. Everyone's just in their own circles. But is there anything that you want to accomplish here in this room, or do you want to move on to the next phase? Let's, I mean, I don't have anything to do. Yeah, nope. let's advance. Yeah, nothing just keeps an eye on Varel. Keeps an eye on other competitors. Make sure nothing shifty is happening. All right, well, your escort comes in, and he brings in with him a scroll, and he says, uh, excuse me, competitors of the... A great M Sports Big Time Smackaroo Finals. Welcome and congratulations on making it this far. The first round of matches is about to begin. Uh, and I'm going to be announcing the pairings for this round. First up, we have Damiel Conja Karp versus uh, Brixter Blanca. Next up. Uh, that'll be the first match. Next up, we have. Wait, I gotta write down something. Sorry, <laughs> I gotta write down what I did. Okay, next up we have uh, Asenad of the Exiles, who will be up against Fax. And that uh, the Paladin and the Illithid sort of look towards each other, and they go, hmm, they start nodding. Uh, the next pairing will be Gofulmunch. Versus Tubby Flavorbeard, and the, the the dwarf goes, "That's Tubbs Two Nine K. That's my proper name, Tubbs Nine K. Introduce me as that." And he goes, "Okay, mm-hmm. Tubbs Nine K." Uh, and finally, we have uh, Gerbkin Mindmaster Schartlinger versus Vorel Rasvim Kurek. Schartlinger. And then, uh, Shirtlinger, All right. and and the halfling that's surrounded by women looks over to you, Varel, and goes, "Finally, we will fight one another. May the best competitor win. No one beats the mind master. <laughs> Who are the guys in uh, in Phantom Menace? What were they called? The Nemoidians. Yeah, that's what that sounds like. I like it." Okay. All right. Perfect. So you'll be the last of the four pairings. So uh, as time goes by, the competitors begin to leave, and you start hearing the, the the thunderous applause outside in the Coliseum. You think it's a little bit above. It sounds like maybe you're a bit below ground, and you hear stomping and yeah. 
And eventually, you know, Kanja and um, um, Blanca have, have left, and only Kanja returns after that match. And then Arsenad and Fax go out to compete. And then after that, only Arsenad comes back. And then Goful, Goful Munch and Tubbs 9K go to compete, and only Tubbs 9K comes back. And then finally, the escort comes in and says, it's now time for the competitors for the next match. Uh, the final in this round, it's going to be uh, Gerbkin and Vorel. Please follow me. And um, and then he turns around and he looks at the... Uh, no entourages to come with us on the stage. There is a box where you can view the matches from. Just please make your way uh, this way. And he points there. You'll find the boxes for, for, the, for the managers and the support team. Okay. Any last things you'd like to do? I'm ready. All right, then come with me. Uh, just the two competitors, please. And then the the halfling, uh, as he he makes his way to where you are, and he's accompanied by a woman. And this woman has black hair and distinct eyes. And then she picks up the halfling and gives him a deep, deep kiss. And as she's kissing him, she opens her eyes, Varel, and looks at you. And a streak of recognition enters you. You've seen these eyes. These eyes were in your hotel room last night. Oh. She finishes the kiss and says, Good luck, Gerbkin. Show this fresh off the portal billy of the hill who the real man of the stadium is and he goes and he goes yes i will i'll be back here soon with my victory intact come now Vorel. let us see what the results of our match will be i will bend down close to the uh halfling right mm -hmm. and i will whisper she was in my bed last night Whoa! Oh, that you must have had some sort of flight of fancy from your injury. It was uh, the heat of the moment. No one can say that the lizard man does not have an active imagination. And then he begins walking down the hallway. Come, Vorel. Let us see what you are truly made of. Me, you fight a real competitor. And then you guys both walk down exchanging words, and then all of a sudden light spills into the hallway, and it opens up into a giant coliseum. <laughs> and there are people from wall to wall. It's a giant circle all around you and then there's this general standing area and you step out onto these steps onto a large stage in the middle and there must be tens of thousands of people just wall to wall people with flags signs and then as the mind master moves out you hear a giant cheer like and this person clearly has its fans and the little halfling raises his hands up and bows very with great poise and he goes, yes, I will destroy my competition today. I will win. And then he bows towards everyone. And then Varel, uh, the escort, looks at you and says, oh, it's your turn to, to, to make your first appearance here, Varel. 
Good luck. Can they hear me out there? Well, it's quite loud. They're not likely to hear you. So he was talking to himself. <laughs> it's part then, of the then show. I'll go, then I'll go. It's part of the show. <laughs> it says it as you go up. And then as soon as your head appears, the Coliseum gets quiet. And you hear... And then there's this chorus that goes... Child killer! Child killer! Wow. Child killer! World travels fast. That's crazy. And then the the whole Coliseum is like... And then um, a whole pile of vegetables come sailing their way through the air at you. And you're hit with celery and tomato... And heads of lettuce as things start flying towards you. Bow, bow. And you see the, there's these security orcs that just rush into the crowd and start pummeling people for throwing stuff. It's like, boo, boo, this little scrum and, and scruffle. He's like, bow, bow, bow. And then as you make your way onto the stage, what do you, how do you do? There's a, there's a marionette table with the seats there, and there's a stage area where you can sort of shout at people. And you look over to the left, you see a raised column where your friends are watching from above uh, in a sort of box seat that's near the stage. Is there any, anything you'd like to say or do uh, in front of these tens of thousands of M-Sports fans that, that revile you right now? I mean, I've never been in this situation, so I think the first thing I do is enter my rage being assaulted. Uh-huh. <laughs> and start flame bursting all the fruit that's flying at me and okay. battling said fruit backwards. So, you know, plant my feet, just, you know, enter my rage and just start deflecting as best I can and, you know, punching the apples as they fly. And okay, so okay. I, and the, the escort comes out real quickly and, and then he, there's a, another um, gruff looking human that comes up and he takes a whistle and goes, burr, burr, and he does this sort of motion. He's like, you, you've got to stop that now. No magical tricks on the stage. Cease. Cease this at once or you'll be disqualified. All right, with rage still in my eye, I turn to him. They're assaulting me. Well, perhaps you shouldn't kill children. Now, take your place on the stage and get ready for competition. I have killed no child. It was my manager. He's still alive, I argue with the crowd. <laughs> they can't hear you. They're just booing you. And then the, the escort comes up and he says, um, Varel, probably not good to rile them up. Just take your seat and play your match out and just pretend they're not there. It, it'll only make it worse. It could take them. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go to the seat. There you go to the seat and uh, the halfling raises an eyebrow, looks over you and he goes, not a very good reception for your first appearance at the final. You may be good at M-fighting, but you have much to learn about being a celebrity. You sicken me on so many levels. <laughs> well, prepare to be sickened one last time <laughs> as I beat you at M-sports. And he puts his hand, he puts his halfling hands on the thing. Take a lot to beat a mind master. He puts his hands on the stick. I'll grab my stick. All right, and then an announcer comes up. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Knight Six, and I'm going to be your caster for this particular match. We've got a big grudge mass. In one corner, we have the mind master, a devious intellect with a longstanding history of M Sports competition. And also joining us is Vorel. 
the savage lizard folk who will kill man, woman, and child, as evidenced this morning in the much-rumored story. This savage versus this intellectual. The competition for the ages will begin soon. As you know, the marionette selection has been limited uh, as the competition in full has been compromised from this regard. So there will still only be the three marionettes to choose from. However, we are excited to let this match start soon. Competitors, are you ready? Yes, I am already, says... uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is the mind master. Really Mario all of a sudden? I am ready. Yes, Let's I am go. ready. Sorry. Let's go. Whatever. I suck at voices. Let's go. Varel? Ready. Then let the competition begin. And then you see the, the selection screen go up. And this is the largest marionette station you've ever seen. The marionettes are like 20 feet tall. And it lights up and all the names are there. And he immediately... Uh, is running into selection. Roll for initiative. See who gets to select first. Got a 15. All right, seven. You were able to select first. Kung. All right, you selecting Kung. And as Kung jumps up onto the the stage, into the stall, he says, what does he say again? My kingdom lives so long as I do. As he kicks the air. And then... um, uh, the mind master selects Rubles, and, and Rubles goes, "I hear and obey you, Oogie Boogie," and <laughs> and the match is about to begin. The countdown goes three, two, one, and the crowd is silent. And I think here we take our break. <laughs> All right. We resume when it comes back. Yeah, good idea. All right, we'll be back, everybody, in just a minute. Go grab yourself something to drink, take a pee, and we'll be back in just a moment. Fighting. Yeah. And they go, and the foreigner. I'm not from around here. I have my own customs. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's good. All right, we're back. Uh, Back to it. Bo, take it uh, from where we left off. All right, and as the countdown begins, the Mind Master bends to Burrell and he says, Good luck in the competition. I will subjugate you. And then fight begins. And as the word fight begins, a big flash spreads out from the two marionettes. And Burrell, you are momentarily dazed at the sight of this flash. The Mind Master does a quick punch, and you're unable to do anything. But as the quick punch, before it gets out, you hear, I'm going to do a quick punch. From some mysterious place in your mind, you hear this. Uh, he does a quick punch on you, uh, and you are can't retaliate. He rolls and hits. You take five stagger and one point of damage. And you hear him go, ha-ha! But there's these weird tracers and echoes of things as you look around and you feel disoriented. But then you hear instinctively in your mind, now, a quick kick will disable him. Pick your move. I will do a quick punch, which is faster than the quick kick. 
All right, make your roll. Remember to add your dex modifier plus your proficiency as you're now skilled in them fighting. 18. All right, you connect, doing uh, five stagger, two damage to him. And he goes, what? And then you hear a voice in your mind go, I will do a dazing blow then. Pick your move. I will do my jump heavy kick, of which I am known for. All right. Jump heavy kick is a speed, uh, minus one speed. So that means it's going to be a one, but you'll do plus one damage if you hit. The speed of the dazing blow and the jump heavy kick are the same. So let's both roll. Eight. Okay. You miss and the dazing blow connects. You take 20 stagger. All right, and zero hit points, but you're now dazed. And you hear a voice in your get, in your mind again going, Good. Now I can tag him with a sticky plosive. And he does a sticky plosive move. Uh, but it misses as he tries to connect. Whew, it, he misses even though you're dazed. And he goes, What? <laughs> and your, your daze clears, and it is now um, up to us to make moves. But again, instinctively, you feel that he's going for a heavy punch. All right, I will do the, the heavy punch. I will do the quick kick. Quick kick. All right, so then you go first. 11. It's a hit. Uh, so, sorry, it, you already did the roll. Sorry, it's a hit. Okay, uh, heavy punch is... Sorry, did you say quick kick or heavy punch? Quick kick. Quick so kick. I would yeah. be faster two damage. Than yeah, two damage, so 22. And that puts 10 stagger on him. And because of Ruble's passive, he can deal damage back. Uh, he rolls a d6. And the result is lower than the damage, so you actually take one HP damage and two stagger. As a little explosive tumbles off rubles and, and sort of nabs you a little bit. All right. Uh, back again, and you hear another voice going, This time I will get him. I will block his attack. All right. <laughs> I'll whisper under my breath, Shut up. <laughs> and what? I will do a dazing blow. Okay, dazing blow. So, um... <clears throat> Okay, so you roll your attack roll for that, please. 16. All right, 16. So it's a hit, but he's blocking, so all damage and status effects are negated except stagger. So he takes 20 stagger, putting him to 35. Um, but because he blocked, he gets to roll rush. He rolls a 5, so he adds 5 to his next speed. Um, uh, yeah, it has to be higher than the when the... Has to be higher than the attack speed. Okay, which it was. So he has five on his next move, and he says, I've got rush. I'm going to go for a dazing blow again. So his dazing blow this time will have a speed of six in lieu of one. Gotcha. You can select your move. I will do a block. Okay, so he rolls his attack roll on you. All right, it is a hit. Um, however, you blocked, so none of the negative effects happen, but you do take 20 stagger, putting you at 47 stagger. 
and you hear frustrate you sort of hear this feeling of frustration all in your like ooh something is not <laughs> right i will do a quick punch quick punch okay i'll do a jump heavy kick okay so we go a uh, jump heavy kick is going to be a speed of 1 so his goes first and he misses so you get to do your jump heavy kick 12 all right, that is a hit. Uh, jump heavy kick is going to be five damage, bringing him to seventeen, and ten stagger, putting him at forty-five. And he he goes, what? And then you hear the voice in your head again, going, "This time I've got, this time I've got him. I will hit him with a, the same move, jump heavy kick." Oh, interesting. Uh, I will do this combo. Okay. Oh, jump heavy kick. Okay, I will do a now, jump heavy punch would technically be faster. That's right. No, I'll, I'll do the same. I'll do a jump heavy kick. Okay, we both roll at the same time. Ten. All right. Yeah, the same. You both hit each other. Uh, you both each take five damage, so that puts him at 12, and it puts you at 17. And you both take 10 stagger, so you're at 57, and he's at 55. And you both sort of, you're both your marionettes jump in the air and kick each other, and then hit, and then fall back to the ground, get up and dust one another off. And he goes, This time, I will hit him with a smackaroo. <laughs> How intimidating. <laughs> I will do my patented... Oh, wait, a smacker is the speed of one. Oh, dear. And block all incoming damage and status except for the stagger. So I would... So a block on a big smackeroo would give me 10 stagger, but I wouldn't be subject to the chance of getting blown That's off right. the stage. That's correct. Cool. I'll do a block. All right. You do a block. And uh, so then he rolls for his big time smackaroo. He rolls a one. That has a rule associated with it. Um, okay. So he basically he dazes himself. As he attempts to do the big time smackaroo, he becomes dazed. And you hear frustration in your mind as you hear, What is this? This is unfair. No. You hear in your mind. Uh, you're up. He's dazed. All right. I'm going to do my oh, jump you're, you're, heavy you're, kick. Before you do that, you get to roll rush. Roll a d6. Okay. And if it's higher than the attack and then the speed, you get to three. add that to your speed. So you can add three to any, th any move you do as well. Cool. I would like to do my patented jump heavy kick. Okay. So instead of a speed of two, it has a speed of five, but minus one is four. Uh, roll your attack roll. Natural 20. Oh, oh that has an effect. Uh, 20, he'll immediately become dazed. Now, he'd become dazed anyways because you chain dazes. So you hit him a second time, chaining the daze, doing five damage to the Mind Master, putting him to seven HP and 65 stagger, and he's still dazed. And you hear in your mind, this is, this is unfair. How can this be? How? And there's just panic. 
and then he begins mashing his buttons really hard, but it, it, his character's dazed. Can't do anything. It's your turn again. Jump heavy kick. Okay, uh, perfect. So make your attack roll. 24. All right. And you hear a voice, yes, a combo breaker. And he attempts to go for a combo breaker as you connect. Uh, where, let's see this combo breaker. Sorry, I'm just making sure I got the rule right for this. It's combo breaker saving throw. Okay. Four. He does not combo breaker. And your heavy quick kick connects, doing five points of damage, taking him to two HP, and then putting him to 75 stagger. And you just hear rage in, in your mind now going, No, this cannot be! This is unfair! I will... He is cheating! I will complain that he is cheating! This cannot be... Everyone is watching! Make your move. Jump heavy kick. I will complain. Okay. All right, make an attack roll. 19. All right, time for a combo breaker score. Uh, yep, this time he combo breaks. And you hear, yes, yes! You actually hear him say that as well. As he breaks your combo and can select any move. And he selects uh, a dazing blow. Now he has advantage on the crackback. So that's a three. And that's a four. Oh, man. His crackback does not succeed. And because, oh, he took dazing blow, so it's fine. He misses, but he's broken the combo. And he goes, now I will get him. And uh, you realize that he's about to select a quick punch. Quick punch. Okay, I will do a duck heavy kick. Okay, perfect. You duck and heavy kick, which means it dodges his quick punch. Uh, no attack roll. Completely misses. Make your move for the duck Sorry, heavy kick. 17. It is a hit, and uh, it does five damage, bring him to zero HP. Uh, Rubles on the screen just goes, ah, and explodes into a ball of fire. And then Kung throws his fist into the sand, big, uh, um, shovels up a huge amount of sand, and then walks through it like he's spraying himself with axe, and then goes, taste the grains of my lands. And then the crowd just goes, boo, boo. And then through the chorus, you hear the, the, the mind master. He goes, I cannot believe it. How did you defeat me? This is unacceptable. <laughs> and he looks at you in, in with anger and he gets up and he goes, he leans into you and he goes, You have made a great enemy today. Then hire better assassins. You have not heard the last of the Mind Master. Your I career, didn't think I would. Your career will be short. I will make sure of that. And then he walks off in a huff <laughs> as you're getting pelted again with tomatoes and celeries and, and cabbages. Boo! Boo! And then the escort sort of pokes his head up on the stage and he goes, um, Vorel, it's probably a good idea to come off the stage now. Come, come, come. I'll head off stage. All right. Boo! Boo! And then the escort goes, congratulations on your victory. Uh, please follow me. We'll make your way back to the, the, the area for, for competitors. Boo! You hear booing still echoing through the stage and you hear the voice of the announcer 
saying, oh, the savage has beaten the intellectual. There's nothing like the raw strength of a lizard from beyond the universe. And he just says a whole bunch of flavorful things about you, and you make your way back to the room, uh, and there's now uh, less people in there than started. Uh, you see that the, the young man with the circle of, 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 of kids is all around at one table, and they're all kind of talking animatedly, and uh, who else uh, made it deeper into the competition? You see Arsenad sitting alone in his paladric armor, uh, just again drinking uh, mead and staring off into the distance all alone. Uh, Tubbs 9K is is sitting there as well, just drinking beer, just like relaxing against the wall. And then, of course, you enter in, and shortly after, your teammates uh, from the Mighty Squirts walk in behind you from from their privileged seat in the box. Yes, yes, good job, Burrow. Good job, you also bring food! Yes! And Squirts will start grabbing the trash food off Burrow and eating it. <laughs> Gross! Whatever, I bet his... I bet his pus bubble, what am I saying? Is the, uh, the lady still in here? Did she rejoin Kanja's group? Yeah, they're gone. They're no longer okay. there. Yeah. All right. No longer there. Finally, um, as you enter into the room, you see that, that that young man with the with the mirror shades pokes his head up from his crowd, huddled people, and he gets up, kind of makes his way over to you, and he kind of looks like left and right, looking all kind of like trying to look cool and tough. He, he walks his way up to you, and he goes, uh, "Hey, bro. Hey, you. Yes." So, uh, I saw your match versus the uh, Mind Master. It was a good match. Was it? He was not prepared for my jump-heavy kick. And as he sort of shakes his head and shoulders a bit, his entourage get up and, and sort of join behind him. And then now there's a whole bunch of 20-something humanoid teenagers all around. And he goes... I don't know, man. I was uh, I was talking about it here with my uh, my teamies. Something kind of didn't look right about your match. So he puts his head out. He's peacocking. It's because you wear eye blocks. You take those off. You see. He just ignores you and says, says to Varal, he says, I don't know, man. Like, um, I'm pretty much the best there ever was at M Sports fighting, you know. And I, I think I kind of know when something's up and when something isn't, and there's definitely something up with the way you played that match. That's because you're short. You grow, you be up too. I kind of think maybe, um, kind of think maybe, uh, you, uh, you might be cheating. Are you accusing me? Well, I read your I read your story here, man, in, in M Sports uh, in M Sports Weekly. You're uh, fresh off the portal, just some clueless uh, Burke that landed in Sigil. And the next day, you beat everyone. You go undefeated in your qualifiers, and 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 you know, hey, I guess lucky things happen. But then, you just happened to give you you, you owned the Mind Master, a consistent top eight finalist. Just I've never seen him lose so quick. And I don't know. I'm just saying. Your moves, they were kind of predictive, you know? 
Ah. Well, I think uh, I think if this competition is going to allow cheaters in the competition, I think I maybe I'm going to have to go say something to the M Sports uh, League Association and uh, put in a formal complaint, man, because I can't be a part of a competition where there's cheaters. Belfoy. Wait, what? Did you say Malfoy? <laughs> <laughs> he said Belfoy. And he motioned towards... Uh, oh. <clears throat> he motions towards one of the attendants that's on the side. It's a human-looking dude. Comes up, and Belfoy goes, Yes, uh, is there something I can help you with, Kanja? Uh, your performance today was great. I enjoyed it. He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think there's something suspicious going on with this uh, competitor here. You know, I don't know if you saw the same match I did, but I think he's kind of too good for a first-timer. And and Dalfoy kind of looks and goes, um, uh, uh, how would, uh, what are you saying? And then Kanja looks around. He says, what do you think I'm saying, eh? And then one of his buddy goes, he's saying he's a cheater, man. He cheated at the competition. You should test him. Yeah, yeah, I think you should test him. Test him. Test him. <clears throat> Belfoy sort of clears his throat and goes, <clears throat> uh, Vorel, you've been accused by the 10-time M-Sports champion of potential cheating. How do you respond to these charges? These are best-of-one competitions. The only way I'm here is by winning undefeated. Is that right, Kanja? Yeah, man, but there's something off about the way that you're doing things. You're you're a little too good for a first-timer. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I test him. Listen, if you don't test him, Belfoy, I think I'm going to go to M Sports Weekly and tell them that uh, big-time Smackaroo is no longer a viable uh, M Sports option and have it removed from the circuit. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, okay. Um, <clears throat> Squirts this... a little pee on his leg. <laughs> on whose <What>? leg? <laughs> Conscious. Are you, do- are you doing this as a stealth check or are you doing it blatant? No, blatantly. And are you wearing <laughs> she can't pants? bite him, but she can pee on him. So you're wearing pants, right? Yeah. Or no? No, no. Like you have a robe? No. Okay. You have nothing on. Uh, basically, the weapons that are strapped on, but no clothing. Okay, so peeing is easy. It's just as easy as going up and peeing on his leg. Okay. All right. Um, you pee on his leg, and he goes, Whoa! Whoa, that's not allowed. Whoa! He's shaking but I, I had to go. I had that's to nice. go. Do you test them? You test that? And then um, the, the, the man named Belfoy exits into the hallway very quickly. And comes back with two efficient, human-looking people, and he goes, um, "Vorel, uh, we're going to need to test you." We we test Kanja too. Yes, yes, we test everybody. Mm, persuasion roll, please, Squirts. This music's Ooh, hilarious. It's an eighteen. <laughs> it's supposed to be fighting game music, but this one got a little weird. <laughs> so, so uh, the one named Belfoy looks and he, and he says, "Um, I think that would be fair. Perhaps we should test everyone for performance-enhancing modifications." 
Kanja, would you agree to submit? He goes, yeah, man, of course. I don't cheat. There's nothing wrong with me. I'll be the first to do it. But this one is cheating. As long as he has to be tested, then let's do this. Let's show me where I got to go. Um, okay, well, well, this way. Uh, you here, um, uh, um, uh, Jimmy. No, we pee in public. That Jimmy. way we know. It's, it's their pee. That way we know. It's not proper. Uh, an efficient will observe the peeing uh, so that we can know, all right? No, so, we all observe. We uh, all efficient. And Jimmy, Jimmy comes forward. He's this human. He goes, uh, hey there, I'll, um, I'll, I'll watch you pee there, Varel. Come with me. He, he sort of shows a cup. He's like, here, take this. You'll have to pee into that. Uh, but we need to do it in a private place. Wonderful. Come, come with me. And he, he walks out the archway and he peers in. He's like, come on. I follow. All right. So he makes his way to the latrine and some of the other competitors come with. Yeah, uh, nothing's as well. following as well. Sure. Everyone's following him to the latrine. I know. And Ash, are you coming? You're the only one that doesn't I do will, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I'll come with him. Okay, <laughs> so the whole procession makes the latrine. Kanja and his group are in the latrine too. Tubbs, 9K, and and um, uh, Arsenad also of uh, the Exiles also makes their way into the latrine. And um, Jimmy is there, and he goes to a stall, this private area of the latrine. He says, uh, Varel, come in here, and, and we'll take your sample. All right. Very well. Though I can pee proudly in front of this man. It's unbecoming to pee in the middle of everyone, and there are young children here. They don't need to see your member. It's fine. All right, come in, come into the stall. And then he stands in the stall, and he put the. He's like one second, and he, he reaches into his cloak and then takes up this case, and he opens the case, and there's a pair of glasses in there, and he puts the glasses on and closes the case, puts it back in his cloak, and then he looks down at your crotch. All right. All right, whenever you're ready, please uh, pee. Into the cup. Yes, and I need to see it. All right. I pee. All right, so you you have to take out your hemi-penis, right? I mean, I think I could just rock it, you know? Like, I don't think there's any extension for a lizard, but, you know, with D&Ds for these sort of things, we can find out. (laughs) I'm going by actual lizard physiology, which I think it's, like, curled up inside your flesh, and then you sort of fold it out. And then it's there because you walk around without any clothes on, right? So it's all yeah. Consumed. No, yeah, I got dino crotch. Remember, we established that lizards just lay there; they actually don't do any pumping or anything like that. <laughs> Jeez, they just kind of just we... kind of yeah. lie there. No, yeah. You just you get your business done. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, he observes you peeing the whole time as you bring it out, and you fill the cup with you know yellow liquid, and he go he reaches his hand out to take it from you. Okay, and then he looks at you and he goes, <laughs> and then he takes it and he pours it out into the latrine. And he goes, it's me, Kidigree. It's me. And then he sort of, you see a winking eye from Jimmy and then his face changes just momentarily into a little bird eye and he goes, winks at you. And then he's like, don't worry, we'll get you out of this. And then he takes out, he unzips his own pants and you see sort of um, feathers. <laughs> and then he takes out his his member and it's like shaped like a corkscrew and oh. and, it, and he puts it into the to the cup and he pees in it for you he's like 
You keep this trick secret. (laughs) (laughs) Go look up duck penis on Google, by the way, listeners. Duck penis. I'm glad you were prepared with the shape of his penis, but not mine. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to give you creative freedom over your character. <laughs> I don't want to tell you what your member looks like. This is your character, not mine. So kind of you. Every DM should be so kind. Yeah. He puts it back into his feathers and he goes, there, there we go. And then there's a cloaked man in the latrine. He goes, the testing will begin. Please bring your samples forward to the table. And then uh, Kid Agree, Jimmy, takes a little label and, and a little ink quill, and he goes, writes your name on it, Varel. He goes, um, here is uh, Varel's uh, uh, urine sample. Concha puts his arms, like, crossed, and he goes, yeah, we're going to see. We're going to see who's cheating here. Clearly, this lizard man's cheating. And the, the cloaked man begins waving his hands like this, and all the... All the uh, cups of pee begin to glow. Ooh, they glow bright, bright yellow. Except one cup Ooh, glows red. Oh no! Ooh, but it's not Conscious Cup, and it's not Pharrell's cup. It's Tubbs Nine K's cup. And the, 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 the mage looks and stops and he says, there appears to be a problem with Tubby Flavorbeard's cup. <laughs> <laughs> and then the mage sniffs it. It would Aww. appear that he's taken cognitive enhancing substance of some kind. Probably Ubelex 4K. What? Um, no, I didn't. Uh, I'm sorry, Tubbs 9K, but... I have to declare you a cheat and disqualified from this competition and future competitions in the M Sports League for a minimum of one year, subject to further testing for performance-enhancing potions. And then the dwarf just lets out a big sigh and goes, It's right difficult for, for a ghost to compete with living beings. What do you expect me to do? And then he just suddenly walks out, or floats out rather, because he's a ghost, floats out of the latrine. Is it spectral urine? It just looks like regular urine. You're not sure how. You don't know about ghost science when it comes to urine, but... Does Varel say this, or are you just asking for... No, I'm just I'm asking for me, so... Yeah. Maybe it was an aspect I hadn't considered in advance. <laughs> one, of those, one of those details that eluded my attention until you asked the question. Uh, but yes... Whatever his pee is, definitely a doping pee. <laughs> Ectoplasm. Uh, well, um, the escort comes back in and he says, Well, that appears to settle the issue of the performance enhancing potions. Tubby Flavor Beard is now disqualified. Uh, good news for you, Varel. He was your next competitor and he's been disqualified. So you have made your way to the finals. Congratulations. Conja looks like that. This is bullshit. No, you bullshit. This is bullshit. <laughs> All right, I'm going to see you, you in the finals. This. I'm going to see you in the finals, uh, Varel, and then you're going to know the true meaning of losing. Beginner's luck. That's all this is. I'll make you a salad. <laughs> what? 
Because there's vegetables, Nash. There's vegetables yeah. out there. There's a, there's a threat. <laughs> I got it. He looks around. He says, I've, I'm the best at this. And you're going to feel the pain of losing to the best. And he walks out. And then all of his entourage look at you and they go, yeah. You suck. Cutting. They all, they all kind of walk out. You babies. I kill babies. <laughs> <laughs> and then Scorch will stop. And think about what she said. All right. So the entourage makes their way back out to the stage as the next round is set to begin. Arsenata of the Exiles also makes his way there, and you guys are all alone in the room, and you just hear the cheering of the match above. Ah! Ah! Is there anything you'd like to do during this time when you're alone in the waiting area? Uh, does Kanja have food that he's left out? I mean, there's all kinds of drinks uh, on the table and food plates. They didn't clean up after themselves, and around the table there's a mess of food on the floor, too. Oh, okay. Um, Squirts will take the food off of his plate and hide it in the room somewhere. Okay. And as um, as you do this, uh, Jimmy walks back in, and he he winks at Pharrell. Come over here. Kind of head nods like. All right, my follow. You're just in the corner of the room. He takes the corner. He says, you've done very well. Thank you. Congratulations on your victory so far. Only one more to go. And we can humiliate Kanja, yes? Yes, and then I get my friends. Yes. So to begin the humiliation, you must beat him for the first time ever in ten years in front of the crowd. But not only that, and he reaches into his pocket and he takes out this little round disc that has a button in the middle. He says, push this button and throw it at his feet after you beat him and his humiliation will be complete. I see. Should I stay? Um, afterwards, it's up to you what you want to do with it. Let me say we've used unorthodox means to win this competition. I don't recommend you stay on as a competitor in the future. Probably better just to to leave as quickly as possible once the humiliation has taken place. I like this and, plan. And then and then we will see about getting your friends back. Yes, we will. Yes, but the humiliation has to be good. It will be. I need to see the tears. I and will make... The pain must be real. Sure. Right. But not physical pain. Don't assault him. No. I, yes. I gather. Emot- emotional pain. Yes. Tears yes. from his face. Press the button. Yes. Yes. And then he, he, sulk, he skulks out back into the hallway. All right. And then with that, uh, Kanja walks in with his crown and goes, Yeah! He point, points at you and he goes, you're next, buddy. We're he not starts, friends. He's high-fiving all of <laughs> He's high-fiving all of his friends. Like, we kicked that that mournful little paladin's ass. Little loser. You know what I think? I think everyone who plays M-Sports is a loser, except for me, because I beat them all. I don't even know why they try, man. 
They should just give me the money and give me the glory and and just just take it. Get ready to lose, Varel. We'll see. All right. And with that, the crowd is, is is going wild. You can hear them up above. You hear from the from the shoutcaster, and um, one of the uh, attendants comes in and says, uh, "The next match is ready to go. It is the final match, and it's Vorel versus Kanja. Competitors, please follow me." All right, all right. And Kanja comes out and he's like, "I'm going to be done real quick," and then you guys sort of walk side by side, following. Uh, following the attendant, the rest of you head back to your boxes to watch the match. It's sort of these raised um, platforms where you get in and then they raise up above so you're close but you're above the crowd as you watch from either side. Uh, as Kanja e- e- exits first onto the stage there's a loud, Kanja! 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 Just yells and then Varela, as you get on the crowd it goes silent for a moment and then there's a Child killer! Child killer! And then the vegetables start getting thrown at you again. <laughs> Child killer! All right, and uh, you both make your way onto the stage. Uh, the referee comes up, takes both of your hands, and lifts them both up, and then says, "All right, then you may take your places at the at the happy sticks." I take my place at the happy stick. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the grand finals of this year's big time Smackaroo M Sports competition. We have legendary competitor Kanja, who has never lost a single competition he's entered since the age of 18. He is the greatest competitor to ever do it. And we expect him to win again today and dominate over the child killing savage from a strange distant world. That's right. The Savage Vorel. Boo! Boo! And the whole crowd just is going nuts booing you. The ref comes up and he goes, All right, I want a clean fight. Whenever you're ready, select your heroes. And roll your initiative roll, please. Conjure rolls a natural 20. 19. 19. All right, he locks in Bland. Who are you playing? Kung. He just looks at you and he goes, Who even plays Kung, man? Noobs. Yeah, that's right. You're the biggest noob of them all. The luckiest noob I've ever seen. I swear to God, you're cheating. But it doesn't matter. You can use all the cheats you want, man, because I'm going to beat you today, no problem. And then both competitors get on, uh, both the marionettes get up onto the stage. You see Bland, he kicks the air a couple times and he goes, by the will of tranquility, I will find my parents. And and then Kung gets up onto the stage and says, girder your scales, softling. And the countdown goes three, two, one. And then all of a sudden your vision, you're taken again in days, and your vision begins. You see things in double and you see tracers. And, and 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 your 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 consciousness is just snapping, and then you hear a voice in your head going, "Man, I'm gonna beat this noob. This is gonna be easy. I can do this with my eyes closed, sleeping. Quick punch." And the match begins, and you know what he's going to do first. Oh, cool! I get to react to the first thing. Yep, you're used to the effects this time, so you are good to go. Awesome! I'm gonna quick punch. All right, I will. 
So I will also do a quick punch. Uh, here goes you the two quick punches. Okay. All right, natural twenty for me again. I got a one. Oh damn! So same effect basically. Uh, you become dazed, and he quick punches. Although, but you don't get your quick punch because it doesn't hit. He quick punches you for one damage, twenty-four, and you take five stagger, and you are now dazed. And he goes, "Oh man, this is gonna be so easy. I'm gonna kill this guy." And he goes for a heavy kick, and it hits. You take an additional four damage, putting you to twenty. And you take 10 stagger, putting you to 15, and you're still stunned. He takes another move, and he goes Do I get forward. a combo breaker? You'll get one on the next one. Second okay. hit after two hits. Uh, he goes to swing at you with a heavy punch again. This time he misses, so your dazed is cleared. And you're back up, and he goes, oh, damn, Kanjo, what's wrong with you? Oh, shit. Duck kick. Duck quick kick. I will do a duck quick punch. Okay. So that means you're faster. Roll your attack roll. 21. All right. You hit him, dealing one damage in five stagger. And he goes, oh, damn. How did he know that? All right. Jump. Heavy kick. Jump. Heavy kick. Uh, I will do a duck heavy kick. Duck heavy kick. Okay. Uh... I think we both miss each other. Yeah, we both swing. Goes, and then this time he says, all right, I know what I'm going to do. Lonesome kick. Lonesome kick. It's a kick that does devastating damage that can't be dodged. has a speed of one. It'll do 10 damage and 15 stagger, but it's a speed of one. Oh, speed of one. Okay, so it's really slow. All right, I'll do my uh, my jump heavy. Go wait, that put me on one. I will do my jump heavy punch. All right, jump heavy punch. Uh, make your attack roll. Fifteen. Okay, you hit, doing three damage to Conjure. Or it's plus one to damage, so it's four, right? Yeah, twenty damage. And he takes half stagger because he's bland, so 7.5. Okay, and you just hear, boo, boo, and then lettuce and tomatoes <laughs> are still getting flung at you uh, from the stage. All right, and then you hear, okay, this time I'll get him. We're going to block. I will do a dazing blow. Okay, roll, uh, day, roll your attack. <laughs> 13. Okay, it's a hit. Uh, you do 10 stagger to him because he's blocking. Um, and then he gets to roll rush. So he'll add 5 to his speed next turn. He goes, how did he know that I was going to block? And he did a dazing play. This, guy, this guy's a ch- cheating. This, this can't be. It can't be. Uh, quick punch. Give me a really quick punch. I will do a duck heavy kick. Duck heavy kick. All right, it goes to do his quick punch, and it misses because you're ducking. Roll your heavy kick. Heavy kick. Oh, it misses uh, eight. Eight. Okay, so it also misses. Woo, woo, woo. And he goes, all right, I oh, know. It's time for a harmony strike. This will get him. This is why blind is good. Speed two. Okay. Oh, I'll do a quick punch. Okay, roll your quick punch. Quick punch! Nine. 
Nine. All right. So you miss. He misses because you're ducking. Uh, wait, did you duck? You say duck quick punch or just quick punch? I think it was just a quick punch. All right. So I guess the hit. I guess the crack back. All right. He hits. You are dazed. You take two damage. Uh, so that puts you to 18 HP and five. And you are now dazed. He goes, good. I've got him where I need him. Jump heavy kick. All right. And he hits. Uh, chaining it, get another blow. And you take um, five damage, putting you to 13. And 10 stagger, putting you to 30. All right. And then he goes, all right. And to follow up the combo with a lonesome kick. All right, and he's going to hit with a lonesome kick, but you can combo breaker. Okay. How do I do that? Uh, roll a d20 saving throw. Has to be 10 or higher. Do I add my thing? You add nothing. 15. All right. So you he goes for his heavy attack, lonesome kick. And you grab your character, your marionette, grabs his leg and can now do any move. I will do a heavy punch. All right. With advantage, roll, please. 11. All right, it's a hit. You do to Kanja. Uh, heavy punch, you said. Three damage. So you put him down to 17, and he takes five stagger, putting him to 22.5. Okay. Uh, then you're both on the clear, and he goes, all right, time for a dazing... No, 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 don't do that. Time for a da... No, dazing blow. Dazing blow. <laughs> Dazing blow speed one. I will. Wait. Oh, that's a standing attack. Cool. I will do a duck heavy kick. Duck heavy kick. All right. Yep. Go ahead. Eighteen. All right. It's a hit. Oh, so heavy kicks. Four... Sorry, you said heavy kick, right? Fourteen. Heavy damage. kick. Yes. Four damage. Puts him to thirteen HP, and he takes five stagger for twenty-seven point five. All right, uh, and he's not able to use his move. And he goes, all right, this time I'll get him. Jump, or sorry, duck, quick punch. Duck, quick punch. Duck, low attacks. Uh, hmm. Punch. So it's super fast, and I guess I can just jump it. Yeah, I'll, I'll do a jump heavy kick. Right, so you jump heavy kick, you both miss each other, and he goes, oh, damn it. And he goes, I'm going to duck heavy quick punch again. I will do a... Face bite? Okay. <laughs> I don't have any stats on it. So he's he's ducking. Oh, the stats face bite uh you heal yourself for hp damage inflicted but it is a standing attack and ducking will not allow it to connect okay cool so your best bets are either to block or jump or just do the same move he does basically and he's doing the duck heavy kick yeah i'll duck, do this duck quick punch duck, you can do the same duck yeah he's doing a quick punch okay so you guys both roll at the same time cool 11 all right, you guys both hit. Uh, so you each do one point of damage to one another, putting you both at, you're both at 12. Uh, he is going to be at 30 stagger, and you're at 35 stagger. And he goes, oh, I've got to get this guy. Oh, he's such a cheater. Ah! And then he's like, load some kick. 
I will do a jump heavy kick. All right, then same speed, but you are jumping. But his uh, lonesome kick can't be dodged. It is a huge sweeping kick, so we both roll. Okay. Mine's a hit. Ten. All right, so we both hit. Uh, With your jump heavy kick, you do five damage to him, bringing him to seven HP, and five stagger, bringing him to 35. He connects with the lonesome kick, which does ten damage, bringing you to two HP. And you now have... Um, 50 stagger. 15 stagger. You're, he's like, I've got him now. I've got him now. Quick punch. I will do a jump heavy kick. Okay, jump heavy kick. So quick punch is going to go first. He misses. Jump heavy kick. 10. All right, you hit. Jump heavy kick. Uh, does three damage. Bring him down to four. You have two. He has four and five stagger, putting him at 40. And now you're both, there's a sort of pause there in the middle as you're both down to, like, your last HPs. And there's a standoff, and there's, look at his eyes, and you can hear his voice going, okay, this is it, I've got him, I've got him. You can do this, you can do this! And you hear in his mind, he goes, big time smackaroo. Is that a standing attack? It's a standing attack, yes. All right, I would like to do a duck heavy kick. All right, duck heavy kick is also of quicker speed. You duck down, you kick out. Duck heavy kick. 21. It is a hit. You do four points of damage, and um, his character, Bland, just goes, oh, 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 as he flies up into the air, and it goes, Kung wins, and Kung kicks up the sand and walks through it, and he goes, uh... Dragon Mother, sustain me! And then he flexes his lizard muscles, and Kanja immediately gets up, kicks the stand, and goes, what? 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 And you just hear, boop! Boop! This can't be! This can't be happening! This can't be happening! He's cheating! He's pointing, he's a cheater! He's cheating! He's cheating! I can't be beat! I can't be beat! And he's, he's pointing at you, and everyone's going, boo! And the... the the amount of salad and, and, and tomatoes and, like, even a bucket gets thrown onto stage. Things are just getting fired at you so much, including all over the marionette station, breaking it. There's a bit of a riot forming. Boo! Boo! You lost, Kanja. You have lost to a noob. My beginner's no. luck is too strong for you. No, this cannot be. This cannot I cannot. I, I cannot be beat. You have done something, and I will figure out what you've done. I can't be beat. He's a cheater! Yells out to the crowd, and everyone's like, Boo! Boo! (laughs) I will now go write my book on how to play Kung, which you neglected in yours. Can't be happening. This can't be happening. This can't be happening. And then I'll. I can't be beat. <laughs> and I'll crying. grab the button, press it, and slide it in front of him, and start walking off. All right, you press the button and slide it down. Make an acrobatics check to see how good your roll is here. Twelve. Okay. And as you, you, you it slides. It sort of binks topples and it seems like the, the the button you press forms a light that's coming out of the button it's purple 
and it sort of goes blink, 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 and it lands between his feet and shines up at him. And you see him crying, he's like, it can't be, it can't be. But then inside of Conjure, it shows in his body. And in his body, you see these, these floors, and there are stairs, and there are these little men, and some of them are like walking on these treadmills. And then there's like other other little men, like at, at, you know, these like typewriters. And then one of them's in the brain. There's a couple of them in there walking in this sort of wheel, this hamster wheel. And they kind of look around, and, and the whole crowd just goes silent. And then one of the little, the, the men inside are like, you know, two inches tall. It's like, there's like a whole office building full of people inside of Kanja. And then one of them kind of looks out. And then taps one of their little friends, and they point out here. And people inside start scrambling once they realize they've been seen. And then Conja's body starts going like, oh, like, and it's just like, and it tries to walk off the stage as quickly as possible. And all the men inside are like, and then the crowd, after some silence, goes, boo, Conja, boo, boo. And then immediately all the vegetables start getting flown after Conja as he's been exposed as some kind of fraud being and just he's getting rifled with with that and all the little beings inside are trying to scramble and Conja's body's like just <laughs> walking off the stage like Boo! and then the voice uh, comes up, uh, the shoutcaster comes up and goes, wow, that is an interesting development Conja exposed as a fraud a not a real being but a team of being against M-Sport's rules He's tricked us all, and it took the child-killing savage Varel to show us the error of our ways. We may not like Varel's ways, but Varel is a true champion today. And then you hear the crowd start going, Varel, 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 and Conja's body's like, <laughs> like the being is crying and also just, and as it makes its way out the stage, Varel, and then the ref comes up and raises your hand up and he takes a little the microphone descends and he goes, Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you your new M Sports fighting champion, Varel Rasvim Chiotic. And the crowd uh, chants uh, for hours and eventually a little halfling comes out with two large sacks of gold. You can barely hold them, and then he just lifts them up towards you. Here is your reward, Varel. Congratulations on your victory. I will take the sacks and elevate them into the air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then another bunch of halflings come out with a trophy. It's this large sort of looking stand. It's got a picture of a marionette with Kung on it. It looks like it was just freshly pressed in honor of your main champion. And it says your name, uh, Sigil, East M Sports champion, a big time smackaroo, Varel Rasvid Keurig, and they come out with the cup. They're like, and then and then someone comes forward, a little other little halfling. He's like, "Um, please raise the cup over your head so we can make a picture for M Sports Weekly." I will put the two bags of money in one hand and raise it above my head with the other hand. And little 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 eyeball beings come out with little wings, and then they start painting on a little easel, and they're like, "Okay, hold still, we're gonna get your image here for the magazine." And the crowd's like, "Four out, four out, four out," and this goes on for the next twenty or so minutes as as um, you know the crowd uh, cheers, and you, you sort of do all these uh, photo ops uh, for the the organization, and then finally. A uh, gentleman you recognize from the qualifiers comes forward with a little notepad and he says, 
<clears throat> Hello, I'm from M Sports Weekly here. Uh, Ted Mundy. Um, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> Ted, Ted Mundy, <laughs> amazing. Uh, I um, I, I'd like to, to. How does it feel to be finally a champion when no one would believe in you? You face so much adversity. What does it feel like to finally make it to the top of M Sports? Never have I seen such a crowd. Well, yes, there's usually quite a large crowd, but how do you feel? I feel radiant. And what would you like to say to all your detractors who didn't believe you could make it this far? I have killed no children. Well, I'm glad you bring that up. So did you want to clear the record on the child killing incident from this morning? He lived and he's stronger for it. So the killing never happened? Never happened. So but between you and me... So who set up this law? Yeah, go ahead. Between you and me, if me having intimate relations with a kobold and killing a child would increase your press, you may go for it. I care not. When you say between you and me, does that mean you don't want me to write that down? If you write that down, then that would ruin the story we just told you. Right, so I'm not going to publish this thing you just said. If you believe it to be better. I see. We don't operate that way here at M Sports. We take the authenticity of the stories very seriously. I'd like to know, did you kill that child and you said no? Excellent. Yes, the child has been returned to his father and is very proud of his upbringing. Okay. All right. Now, now that we got that all cleared up, that you're not a child murderer and that your manager is not a child murderer, what would you like to say to your detractors who didn't believe in you? The ones who weren't accusing me of child murdering. Anyone. Any. Oh, you had many detractors, so I've heard. Oh. The Mindmaster in particular had very in his exit interview had some very nasty things to say about you. He said that you were a lucky dweeb. Did he now? Mm-hmm. And he said Even he's absolutely... He said he's sure you killed children. He may believe that. He is small, and he has a right to be afraid. All right, that's a good response. Any other thing you'd like to say to your detractors? <laughs> what do you think about Kanja being exposed as a fraud? Even a Burke can defeat a cheater. Hmm. Quite, quite an event. I can't believe you finally took down Kanja and also showed us what a, a, a fake he was. He had a whole team of people operating. No wonder he was so good. Okay, with anything else you'd like to add to your interview? Um, will we see you in the next competition next weekend? I have much to do. To prepare for the competition next weekend? There's there's more. Yes, next weekend it's a Meccan sex. People do this every weekend. Yes, not this is one of the most prestigious of it, but there are events every weekend. I will enjoy my winnings for a time and make my decision later. That's a good idea. This is your first time uh, competing, so it makes sense to go and, and go to a camp and, and get some training done and come back fully strong. It'll be interesting to see who the dominant champion is next weekend. That'll set up a real story for you versus some other champion. I like it. Right. I will now feast from my large cup and enjoy my winnings. Very good. Thank you. Look forward to chatting with you again soon. I always believed in you, Varel. I'll leave. <laughs> 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 uh, 
right? And you leave to go down to the hall, and this time they've permitted in certain people into the hall, and there's a large celebration going on, including your your party members, nothing, and Nash, and, and, and Squirts, and Chunks. But uh, there's a large procession of people trying to get time to speak with you. Just like the day before. All right. I'll, I'll wade through them as best I can. Mm-hmm. As you go through, you go, um, hello, uh, do you remember me? I um I uh, I was in uh, the, the, the soggy soggy feather uh, asking for for lessons. Um, I guess your price has gone up, but certainly it still can't be five hundred gold per lesson. Would... Five hundred fifty gold? No, no. <laughs> Varel, please. I I don't make that much money, but I am I'm eager to learn M sports. Would you take cannot, time with me? I cannot train someone who believed me to be a child murderer, and I'll move past him. <laughs> take that. <laughs> All right, and as you move past him, you walk straight into and um, some uh, some men and women who reach out their hands to you and touch you, and they go, Pharrell was so proud of your victory today. We wish to be with you while you celebrate. And then one of them proffers you a drink right into your chest, and it spills a little bit on your chest. Come and drink with us and tell us your tale. I've got my handful of money and my handful of trophy, and I just I, I look at it and... To the soggy feather. Okay, so you, to the soggy feather, and then the whole crowd <coughs> follows you. Um, how do you want to get back? You're just gonna walk there. There was a carriage that brought you here. Maybe that's an option. I don't. Do you have any plans about how to return? If possible, I'd like to regain, get with my group, and take the carriage. But we can have the windows down and host a procession. Okay, and that's exactly what you do. Uh, you know, the, the attendants make sure you get to your carriage, you get into the carriage, or you can be on top of the carriage, the coach, if you wish. Um, on top or inside? Um, that's a good question. I'll, I'll be inside, though, because there was attempts on my life. Okay, so you all get in, and a huge crowd follows you through the streets, away from the Coliseum, and you hear the trumpets go... And... A large crowd follows you down the streets all the way back to the soggy feather. The signs have been taken down. The place looks normal again. You get out of the carriage. You're swarmed with people, and you make your way inside, and, and clientele come in again, and Bill goes, Oh, shit! Bam! We're having another busy night tonight. <clears throat> Pharrell, this looks... I, I got the word. You, 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 you won tonight. I won. Congratulations! He's the happiest you've ever seen him. He goes, Nash! What? Are, are you available tonight for work? Sure. Can, can, okay, same deal as last night. He can you, you can you, do you, is there any way I could get payment in the form of uh, keys? Wink, wink yes, with my one key eye. Key to a door? No, I need, I need magical keys to, I guess, unlock my powers. Well, those are expensive, so if you do good, you'll get lots of great tips. Just keep the drinks flowing. Okay, so you don't. So I, you're never going to pay me in keys. It's just going to be. I don't have spell keys. All right, that's fine. I'm just trying everything. That's fine. I'll earn a lot of tips. It'll be the best night ever. I'll afford my key the old-fashioned way. Nothing. He looks over. You know, nothing. You want to serve drinks too? I don't know why you would. You've got better skills than that, but. Nothing nods. Help again tonight. All right. And then he hands you a, an apron and and a. <laughs> and a a tray. Uh, Varel, you are then left alone with Squirts and uh, Trunks uh, to fend off the masses. 
uh, who are uh, celebrating your victory. Um, so, uh, what are your plans for the evening, you two, since you're not working? You're going to enjoy it all night long? You're going to try and get sneak off? What's the deal? Squirts is going to tie shoelaces together, try and steal little things from bags. Okay, so you're going to spend the night thieving. Yeah, trip people, just little tricksy things. Okay. Yeah, it should also clarify nothing is once again going to try and take advantage of the drunker folk of the bar right. and try and get a little extra coin from it. Uh, Nash wants to say something. Can he say something real quick? Yeah, of course. Varel, you now have a lot of money because of your M Sports business. Do you have plans f- for that money? What are you going to do with it? We are going to use it to buy our friends back. Is the there Trixie man pulls a trick? Is there any extra? Is there how much? We don't know what a key. So five thousand gold for a key. No, no, no. The the prize was five thousand. Okay, and we don't know what the keys. Remind me what the keys cost, because we asked the guy, and I don't remember what key he said. Prices vary. Varied. The cheapest were five hundred gold. If if we end up with an extra five hundred gold, I could really use one of those keys. Absolutely, Nash. Because I don't think you these, have been my friend through this whole thing. I don't think these tips are going to cover it tonight. So, if we ever if we get our friends back, in theory, we might get all our old money back. But for now, I I have no I don't have a lot of options. So I appreciate that. We'll, we'll deal with it when we get there. I will right. take care of you, Nash. You're like my sugar daddy. It's a thing we used to say in the solar mines a long time ago. And scene. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if you um, with that, uh, what I'd like for each of you, the working people, to do, Nash, you are going to earn a gold piece tonight as wage. Okay. And then let's make a diplomacy roll, uh, please, for your client services. Okay. Hold on. That would be a. Double check. That would be a 17. Okay, so you will also earn 85 golden tips tonight. It is a spectacular evening filled with drinking, and that is you've served a ton of customers. So, and that was your role, so that's how much you're going to earn 86 total gold. 86 total gold. All right. Now, uh, nothing, uh, since you and, and both you, nothing and squirts, uh, since you are trying to steal things, I need a sleight of hand rolls from you, please. Uh, 21 for sleight of hand. Okay. Five for squirts. Okay. So, squirts, your total haul from, from stealing stuff is 25 gold pieces. And mm, nothing. You said twenty-one. Yeah. Okay. Your total haul is a hundred gold pieces. You you managed to steal a rather rich purse uh, throughout the night. Just sort of. Is that also including the wage for work, or is that just pure stealing? Not including the wage for work, which is a gold piece. One oh six. Uh, you don't earn uh, any tips because you're concentrating on stealing, so your service is not as good, and you don't really earn anything. 
any tips. You're more interested in the, the theft part of it. And any tips you do, do earned is, is rolled up into that 105 you earned. Okay. Right. Her method of getting of stealing is often asking for tips multiple times from the same person. Sure. There you go. <laughs> and it worked. Uh, okay. So, uh, Varel, um, everyone's busy with their affairs. Anything that you want to do? Announcements? How late do you want to go? Will you be drinking? Uh, I will feast from my trophy cup. I will take my evening stew in it. Mm-hmm. But I will keep my senses sharp for assassinations, so I will not drink. Okay. All right. So uh, the evening goes by hour over hour. I mean, it's an early day. The competition ends like at four or five in the afternoon. So five or six hours of revelry goes by. It becomes late night, midnight. Um, the party is nowhere near done. Uh, everyone's still there drinking, but a lot of people have become very, very sloppy. Uh, at a certain point, you would decide you're going to have to decide to leave because the party's not going to stop if you don't disappear from it. So, what time would you like to disappear? Um, I don't think the Tricks Church has any like opening time problems, so I'd I'd let it go. These these people are overwhelmed with joy at my victory, and I would let them continue until Bill either stopped it or I could not function any further. Okay. So we move ahead to about four in the morning and there are people falling asleep left, right, and center. The bar is filled with people dozing off and Bill looking pretty sluggish and tired. He's like, all right, Varel, I, uh, I think I got to close this place up. Uh, the money tonight that I've made has been stupendous. It's amazing. I wish I could do this every night. Then I could retire. In like a week, but I think we got to close up. Pam and I are getting tired. Very good. I too am exhausted from my day, and my pills are wearing off. That's true. You are now poisoned again. Blah. <laughs> <laughs> it happened right at that moment. It's <laughs> a good point. So I will. Slightly dragging my trophy, dirty with stew, start heading up the stairs and then turn around and be like, Everyone, this was a victorious day. I must rest, for more victories follow. Another time. All right, and then a woman raises her head from one of the tables, having been up asleep, and goes, Oh, Pharrell, let me, let me come with you. And she gets up and sort of stumbles across the bar over to you and falls into you and gives you a hug and you just hear a laugh. <laughs> she looks up at you from your chest and goes, I'll keep you warm tonight, Pharrell. I do not need warmth. And it looks like you need to take care of yourself. That is true. You are so warm. She feels you. She goes, it's as if there's a fire emanating from inside of you. This again. Well, <laughs> your, your manager doesn't have to know. That is not my concern. Wait, excuse me? <laughs> your manager. Your, your, your lover. Oh. I've read about yes. it in the M-Sports Bulletin. She's quite jealous, but don't worry. It will be quiet. She would be infuriated, though, and I must make passionate love to my manager <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. If only I could be her. If only... 
Surely just for one night. No. Your love, your love will remain. We'll just engage in pleasures of the flesh, and then I can say that I had an evening of fun with a great champion. Oh, my pleasures are so full of flesh that there's no room. There's too much flesh. Nothing is going to grab the woman's shoulder from behind. Mm-hmm. Kind of pull her away. And as soon as she faces her in Varel's own voice, go, No! Strength contest, please. Oh, boy. This isn't going to go well. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Twelve. All right, it's an even tie. As you try to pull her, she's gripped onto Varel very tight. All right, nothing pulls out a dagger. <laughs> nothing. She, looks, to be, to she be turns the around, looks at you, and she goes, why, why does he have a dagger pulled out, Varel? He's going she, to... She, she. She's going to butter some bread. You must go home. <laughs> Is she one of your lovers, too? Go home. I'm overflowing with lovers this evening. I'll... Why, why would you... Why would you deny me when you won't deny yourself? Please. The human genitalia is a mystery to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, deception check, please. His only other experience with it is me, so yeah, it is a mystery. <laughs> yes, I may not actually be deception. Sixteen? <laughs> okay, she goes and she looks and Oh, that makes sense. I've heard about lizard folk genitalia. It's it's different. You don't hump. <laughs> There's nothing sexier than a bar conversation <laughs> with a girl where you talk about human genitalia and whether you hump or not. This goes this is a great thing on the weekend on a Friday night. Sorry, go ahead. I don't mean to interrupt. It's killing and me, though. without humping, <laughs> I shall ascend to my chamber, not hump my manager in the most passionate way. And I'm, I'm sorry, Varel. I've been insensitive to, it, to the differences between our species. There's I'm no not, need. It's I'm not shape. I swear I'm not shapeless. The way things are. I'm not shapeless. I'm, I'm, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> And she drunkenly doesn't notice you leave as she's sort of now feeling very um, embarrassed about herself. And she sits back at the bar and falls asleep. And you just see a big snot bubble come out of her nose. Like, Don't pop. Nothing follows Varel up the stairs. Okay. Goes into the room, looks yeah, at Varel. The, the room's a giant mess from the attack as you left it last time. Oh, is the sword still on the floor? Yep. All right. Pulls the sword out of the floor, resheaths it where it should go, looks at Varel, holds out her hand expectantly. Bodyguard. Right. What is the... And I look at my two big bags of gold. Customary fee for a bodyguard. Uh, 10%. Jeez! 10%. And... What? Varel, that's um, enough to buy my key. Oh, so we can buy ten keys. I mean... How many keys do you need? I I don't actually know. I need one to see how the hell it goes and works. So you need one key, so we can afford to give... Yeah, then I'll count out 500 of the money. Nothing will pocket the 500 and then indicate a little more. 
No! Ninjas! Nash. Nah, I mean, Varel. You're getting shystered by the bird. The bird has performed services. The, they did stab our assailants. Yeah, but he's got and, his he's got his five hundred. He's now he's taking you for a ride. How much is a ninja defense? <laughs> he doesn't have a menu. That's the problem. You got to agree to this stuff up front, or else he's going to screw you in the end. Nothing keeps her hand held out. Start pouring, and I'll tell you when to stop. Yeah, that's some horse shit, says Nash. We're not doing that. She, he'll, she'll just keep taking it and taking it back to whatever birds do with the money. This is bad. Bad idea. You should keep your cash. Pay him the 500 That's fair. Anything else needs to be contracted. Squirts, do you require payment? Squirts get payment with tricks. This fun. Squirts stay for a while. See what happens. See, we have money to spare. Nothing. I... I fear being tricked by the tricksters. And I may need this money to get my friends back. Do you know how much that costs? No. So I fear to give... Well... Will you attack me if I don't pay you properly? No. Oh. So we can end the discussion for tonight here, and I can pay you later? No. Oh. So you wish full payment now. Is there anything else after the ninjas? No. Well, that's good. All right. And I will take my bag of money and take out two coins and stack them. Nothing and will let Varel continue this process until he hits about... Uh, Let's see, how many ninjas did I kill? Is the killing blow on, I think, three of them? Yeah, there were eight. There were eight or nine total. I'll and let him get to a hundred. Oh, that, that seems reasonable. As, is that reasonable, Nash? The, pretty reasonable. Yeah. Com yeah. Compared three to the ninja birds. lives for a hundred gold. Sure. That's a decent. I mean, at least see this is quantitative, Varel. This is that you can do the math around this. When the bird just says "keep pouring" till you until I say stop, that just means keep giving him money till he says stop, and that that's no good. That's a shakedown. And for you, Nash, and I'll lay out five hundred for him. I only need the five hundred on a loan. I will pay you back. You won this fair and square. I just need to try to get our magic back. It's to help with the team. And when I'm done, uh, we'll, we'll get. Well, I'll figure out a way to earn that money back. Plus, I have sure. another hundred and something in my in my in my sack or whatever I'm carrying these days. <laughs> Great, we can do that, Nash. It doesn't matter to me. I'm glad you're here with me. I know. I know you don't care about money, but I don't trust that bird. He's gonna take advantage of you, and, and you won't have any left when we need it. All right. So I ended up spending. It was uh, five hundred plus a so six hundred on nothing. Yep. Yeah. So nothing can add six hundred to her gold, and you so have forty-four hundred left. And one thousand, so one thousand one hundred total, with Nash key, yeah. puts me at three thousand nine hundred gold left. Which puts me at six oh seven total. We haven't bought the key yet. No, no, no. We, yeah, yeah we, he just gave me the cash, so I have the gold. 
I now have 607 okay. gold so, in my in my. So it gave you 500 gold. Yeah. Okay. Which so it, make sure to write all that stuff down for next week. Oh yeah. You may not get to spending it this week. Yeah. Yeah. It's so what did you have left after? It's 3,900 left for Varel. Yep. I think. Exactly. I have okay. six oh six oh seven total from all my tips payment, and then now that so one hundred and seven plus. And stuff. you you may have to give some to Bill for yes. Repairs. You'll have zero left. By the time it's look done. at all the look at all the free advertising Bill got. Bill got like the best. He's a sponsor of your esports or your sorry your M Sports career. He's got what he wanted. He shouldn't charge you anything. You need a better manager. <laughs> I like to think this is Nash actually saying this, but because it's a response to the DM, it's just him responding to his own thoughts. Right. That's about right. <laughs> it's just, you know, he's gonna get he's gonna get hosed by somebody. Alright, and with that the sun creaks into the windows. You guys have been up all night. Alright, I will pick up the remains of the mattress and use it to cover the window that was broken in. Okay. And go to sleep under the frame with no mattress on it. Alright, everyone go to sleep. Benefit from a long rest. Everyone uh, um, squirts here in the trash can. Uh, I imagine nothing. You are back on the chair with sort of warning out watching for assailants. Nash, you're lying in the bed with a cover over top of you. Nash, you get two regrowth points. What are you growing back, buddy? Uh, all right. So I've been thinking about so you this. Have a, you have a thigh, calf, and foot, and then I think you have one foot? Correct. Um, and then you have a forearm and a hand, and one hand, Yeah. and one eye, and a mouth. Okay. So pract- I've been thinking about practicality here, like what is most useful for a night, for the next day. And I think, I think getting myself... Didn't we determine last time? Was the foot? Well, I'm sorry. Was the thigh, uh, calf, and foot? Those are three. Like three points. Those That's are three, like three points, points, and I only got two to spend. Right. Yeah. Well, so wait. How did that work? Because I I got that leg thing all in one night. Oh, you don't have a second foot. Sorry, you just got the one foot leg and thigh and calf. Yeah. So how did I get all three? Because I got all three of those at once. If I only had you didn't get all points. three at once. You had a foot to start with, and then the next night you did your calf and thigh. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's about a lot of sleeps. So you're on like day four here. Okay. Um, all right. I'd, uh, let's do another. Um, I got a hand on the other side. Forearm and upper arm are separate. Those are two? Yeah. Okay. You have a forearm and hand, and then you've got just a hand. All right. I would like to do a forearm and a. Oh, I basically I just want to match what I have on the other side. So I guess forearm and and uh, oh no, that no, that would make it forearm alone would make it match the other side, right? Because the other side is just forearm and yeah, hand. that's right. Okay, yeah. so I'll do a forearm for that one. So now those two would be equal, and I'll do one ear so that I can hear better than just vibrations. Oh, you're gonna give yourself an ear? Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So now you have two equally forearm hands. So you have to move your whole body a little bit to to make them you know go around right right and um, you got a leg dangling down you can still float okay and um, you have you know one aorta out with a mouth on it yeah 
and then one aorta <laughs> out with an ear. Yeah. <laughs> and then your eye is on the heart itself. Right. I mean, <laughs> that's perfect. <laughs> you look like even more of a mess. Chatter wants Chatter wants a butt, but I'm not doing the butt. Don't need the butt. Magical digestion is happening. I don't need a butt. I'm good. Let's say the first moment you get any of your butt or, or you know peeing place, you'll have a really good poo <laughs> or pee. It's gonna be good. <laughs> my um, place. Okay, what's that? It's in my peeing place. Is that what you call it? Well, yeah, your um, your hole. Yeah, my raggedy in hole. Yeah. Okay. I mean, unless you grow back things, I don't know if you can or not. We'll see. You got me. Um. So, uh, yeah, very good. You're all set. So you guys sleep for the full eight hours, bringing you to the late afternoon when you finally open your eyes. The sun is still spilling in through cracks of the curtains. There's a slight knocking at the door. Uh, hello? Bill? Yeah, it's me. Yeah, is this a bad time? What time is it? <laughs> it's about four in the afternoon. Oh. Uh, you can come in. The door's damaged. Yeah, that's uh, what I'm coming to talk to you about. So, um... You've done a lot of good for me, and, uh, you know, as part of the new Welcome Center deal, we provide free lodging, and it's been an eventful couple of days, but uh, that free lodging has come to an end, and it's time to talk business if you're going to stay on longer. Uh, I'm going to need a bit of money to repair the damage to the room, and then... I'm going to need, uh, you know, to discuss what the rental fee is going to be for the room going forward. I see. Uh, Nash? Mm. Wake up. There's money talk. Oh, all right. Hold on. Let me push myself up with these two rad arms I've got now. I got arms again, sort of. Forearms. Look at this. And I'll I'll float up above the blanket and just go, whoa, look at this, and just wave my forearms and, and hands at Varel. Look at me! Uh, what's that uh, weird-looking thing that you grew? It's oh, there. hold on a second. Say that again, Bill. Talk into this ear <laughs> next time you say it. <laughs> oh, you got an ear now. Well, I, congratulations. I, I did. It was a good night. How is this possible? I'm coming back. Well, congratulations on your new pieces of body. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so, um, yeah, uh, fees. This is an expensive room because it's our executive suite. Uh, two gold pieces a night, so that'll be the cost for that. That'll include food and drink for the four of you. So you don't got to you know basic food. If you're gonna get drunk or drink a lot of arcane spice, then I'll charge you. But it'll include three meals a day. That seems fair, but uh, Bill, now. I have been told to be quite um, stingy because we brought you so much business, but there's also something else that comes to mind. Yeah. Seems the guide you set me up with is quite expensive. 
The guy, you mean nothing? Nothing. Well, uh, I mean, I never hired her before. I don't know what her prices are. She charged nothing. me 600 gold pieces last night. Oh, jeez. 10%. Maybe I should be charging 10%. That's true. You did win a lot of money last night. And she has been looking out for you. Not everybody's going to sign up looking for, for fights and stuff. I don't know. How much is this one charging you? Point looks at Nash. 500. Well, it's not... It's a complicated... 500? And he's your friend. No, it's just... It's different. So uh, he's, why are you grumbling about nothing? You gave nothing 600. He got 500. He's floating me alone. I don't want to get in the middle of it. He's floating me alone. That's all. I'm getting a key. Remember the keys I asked you about? And you said, well, I can't pay in keys. This is to help me get a key. It's not a... He's yeah, not paying I mean, me for... This is, this is your business, man. I, I don't really... I can't really give you advice on that. Seems like they're your friends. And if they need help, well, you've got a lot of means to do it, so... I'd keep your friends well paid. And I'd keep your landlord well paid. Bill, you are my friend. What do you need to fix up this place? You've uh, given me so much since I arrived in town. Um, well, thank you for saying that. I don't like to take that kind of credit or ask for it, but I'm glad you appreciate that. Uh, I've The mattresses, I have to replace them. I mean, you got this one who's bled all over it, one of them, and the other one, well, it got, you dug through it during the fight, even though you didn't need to. So they're about, you know, three gold pieces a pop, that's six. You broke all my windows, that's about two gold pieces a pop, let's say ten. Bill. The curtains, they're five gold pieces, so. The fee for friendship seems to be 500, shall I pay you that? No, I don't think I'll take advantage of you like that, uh, Varel. We're just going to pay what you owe me. Because you're right, I did make some good money over the past couple of days. I'm betting if I keep you around, maybe we'll have some more good days like that. So I need 35, we'll just call it an even 40 gold pieces to fix up all the stuff that got broke. And then <clears throat> how long do you think you're going to stay? A month? I have no idea. So two times 30 days, that's 60 gold. Give me 100 gold, and that'll take care of all the stuff that you broke up to today, because you might break stuff in the future. And we'll have your room paid for the next 30 days. What about the sponsorship, gold. I yell from the back? Well, what? that sunk, remember? Well, yeah. You ruined it. But he he won, and you got notoriety for it, right? Sort of. Oh, you mean the thing on the back? Yeah. Like, that's how that works. That wasn't, you know, that's service we provided so that you would either pay us for that or maybe you'll forgive some of this debt. Look, that's probably going to help, but Listen, are you going to be performing in esports comp M sports competitions every weekend? And what, can I expect more business like this in the future? Uh, likely not, but Bill, Bill. There is a very high chance that I will continue to come under attack if I stay here. I see. Perhaps there's some money you could take for upgrades that could make this place a bit more defensible. 
Go on. The windows perhaps could be replaced or reinforced. We could decorate with some items on the wall that could do some damage should someone come in here. Perhaps we'll be in need of such uh, an arrangement as time goes on. And if you're comfortable with the sort of trouble I bring, you know I'll pay for it. Well, it's been worth it so far, so I don't see any reason to change our arrangement. And it might not look like much, but Pam and I can take care of ourselves. So you're welcome to continue staying here, so long as it's profitable. I wouldn't have it any other way, Bill. All right. Well, so what do you propose with the upgrades? What upgrades? First, Just I must the, room, res- the whole hotel. First, I must get my friends back. Very well. Jesus, we still got to settle up this hundred gold for now. We'll talk upgrades after. All right, and I'll pay him the hundred. All right. So remove a hundred from your thing. You're now paid up 30 days of free... Not free, but you're paid up to live here at the Soggy Feather with room and board, including food, for the next 30 days. And you've paid for repairs, although nothing's getting repaired instantly. Your room is still a giant mess. Um, Okay, so with that, Bill says, Thank you, Vorel. It's, It's been a real pleasure so far that you arrived on our doorstep. I'm sure it'll only get more interesting. I'll go make us some breakfast. Or supper, I suppose. Since it's afternoon. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I'm all off. I don't like to stay up that late, even though this is a bar and staying up late's part of the deal. We never have these kind of nights. It's new to me. You think about what kind of defenses you want. I will. We'll talk about upgrading this place. I'll watch him go. He stops in the doorway and he goes, You know, something occurs to me just now. You did come into a lot of money. And you do need a base of operations. Let me tell you, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned a couple times that I'm, I'm looking to retire. And the money I've made over the past couple of days has put me pretty well ahead of our retirement plans. Me and Pam would like to maybe leave Sigil and go retire in Feywild. At least until I die, and then she can move on and find someone else, because she's going to live a hell of a lot longer than I am. But I'd love to see the great rivers of the Feywild. I don't suppose you'd be interested in a purchase of the Soggy Feather. Or splitting it, becoming partners, letting me go retire and you can run the place. That is an interesting deal. Think about it. You don't need to answer me now. But you do have a lot of money, and I'm sure you could afford to to buy in. Very interesting. And he knocks on the, the wood, and then he exits the room. Squirts. Yes. Yes. I would like to inquire about my companions. Oh, oh, yes, because we did the trick. The big trick. But first, Pharrell, how you feel? How puss? 
How do I feel? <laughs> that was the pus. Well, yeah, you actually sort of look and pay attention to it, and you see that there are large bubbles all over your shoulders. Oh. You're still poisoned. Squirts had vision last night! And then Squirts will go to bite Pharrell's leg to, and cast protection from poison. You have protection from poison? I'm pretty sure as a cleric, every night after a full rest, a long rest, I can change my spells. Yeah. Or at yeah, least one true. of them. What? Yeah, you, you can change, change them all. spells yeah. at a long rest? Yeah, every oh. night you can switch. Yeah, you, you prepare spells for the day. Oh, interesting. From a list you have or from any of the clerics? From all build? cleric spells. Yeah, I'm still new to playing with clerics. So, all right. What's it called? Protection from poison? Yes. So I can touch a creature, and if it's poisoned, I neutralize the poison. But if there's more than one, I either neutralize the one that I know is present or a random one. Okay. Well, with that, she touches you, and the pus immediately oozes out, clearing up all the, the the bubbles, and the bubbles sink down and flatten into your shoulder as loose skin, and you immediately feel relief from the tension that your body has been under. Thank you, Squirts. Yes, yes, you think, you think trick gods. They play trick on poison and ninjas. Two tricks in one. And children everywhere Let's go see your master. Yes, we go follow squirts and chunks. Okay, and as you descend below, you see that they're, the the bar below still has a great many clients in it. And they all go, hey, when they see Varel. And a lot of them circle you and attempt to speak with you again. Uh, but you push your way through them. Nobody has anything of interest to say. They just want to be your friend and get training and ask you benign questions. So... You make your way through. It takes about 10 minutes to push through the bodies, and you exit onto the street, the four of you. And you look left and look right, and Squirts begins waddling down the street, and you follow after her to make your way to Kidagree's temple to go and bring back your friends. And that's where we end it this week. Oh, That's been There Will Be Dungeons. <laughs> oh, I like the little tack-on that you put on there. I like that. <laughs> yeah. That's where we'll end it, and that's There Will Be Dungeons. I like it. Maybe that's just, we should just end it like that every week. Uh, well yeah. done. Uh, good stuff, everybody, as always. Always uh, a good time to be hanging out with these guys. And a good time for us to remind the fair listeners at home that if you like this and you dig this show, you like the content you're getting out of There Will Be Dungeons, you can go sign up for some rad stuff with our premium package support system over there at therewillbedungeons.com. Why on earth would you do that? How about a bonus episode every month? How about a bunch of cool stuff in the mail for some of you if you decide to go that way? How about just the great satisfaction of knowing that you've helped out your favorite D&D show? All of that and more can be yours at therewillbedungeons.com. And big thanks to everybody who already does. Uh, and if you haven't, consider it today. It's going to do it for us. We'll be back next week with a whole other session of There Will Be Dungeons. And we hope to see you here. By the way, those home uh, listening, if you're like, man, I really want to see these guys while they do it, we record live on Twitch every Sunday from 4 p.m. Mountain Time to 7 p.m. Mountain Time uh, or thereabouts, uh, but always starting right around 3, so or sorry, 4. So come check it out and be a part of that because we'd love to have more live folks here with us. That's going to do it for us. For me, for these chuckleheads, and for all of you, we'll see you next time. Thank you.
show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. The lady of the night, I embraced her forever, but then she found a way to leave.